Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. Got a good show for you today. My buddy Snake was in town working on the set of Yellowstone in 1883 or something down the street. He's been here for six months, dude, and we finally lined this up before he left town, like literally right before he left town. Snake, thanks for stopping by. I met Snake, fuck, years ago when I made it out to the Chun after, I guess it was after the first El Diablo run. Sat down and did a podcast with Todd Bluebaugh. You should go check out his podcast. Snake did one of those recently. Todd also has videos primarily that go with the pod or the the podcast goes with the videos or or vice versa. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. But me and Snake talk choppers. We talk fucking Hollywood and Texas. Uh, we did a little bit of everything. <laughs> That was Extermination Day with Thou Shall Not Hassle. Check out Heavy Clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com. Um, dude, I've been busy since we last talked. I missed the first week of the year, but I have caught up. I've got this show and three others I've recorded recently. Um, me and Snake got to do this one in the shop, which is always rad. Then I took off to Houston. And, uh, oh, fuck, on the way to Houston, I recorded a show with Wes from Custom Destruction. Uh, he lined, hell, he's lined a couple of helmets for me over the years. And uh, he's got his own line of helmets now. Check him out at Custom Destruction. He will be next month's featured MC Shop T. Uh, dude. I've known Wes for, dude, it's funny, me and Wes started a podcast at the same time. He had a podcast, you may remember, called Writers on the Norm, him and Big Scott. And uh, we talked a little bit about that, recorded a show. Uh, but go check out mcshoptees.com, your t-shirt of the month club, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. This month's featured shop is Fast Eddie Tool Co., out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Him and his wife recently also opened a bar called the Bad Moon Saloon. So we did like a combo tea. It's pretty rad. They should be showing up at your fucking mailbox today, in the next day or so. Uh, I want to thank all the MC Shop Tea supporters. Uh, after I went, or after I talked to you... <laughs> Talked to Wes on the way down to Houston. We did we did a podcast like rolling down the fucking road. I had to pull over at one point because I was losing service. But uh dude, me and Eric Vaughn of Destroyer Garage did a podcast with a guy named Chris Hopper, who last year bought a 2021 road glide and rode it a hundred thousand miles in a hundred days. 
100,000 miles in 100 days. Yeah, you heard me right. Uh, I, I, it was hard to believe until I talked to him. Until me and Eric sat down and talked to this motherfucker. Dude, his attitude about it was like, uh, yeah, I mean, he just didn't give a fuck. Not much planning. He, uh, <laughs> dude, it's wild. It's fucking wild. Got home yesterday and then recorded another podcast with Liam Kennedy. Chopper Chug on the gram. He's on like a fucking cross-country venture, hauling bikes all over the country. So it was cool to see him and uh, and shoot the shit about what is happening. He's got a new book coming out. And, uh, yeah, got some good shows in the bag for you. March 4th, 5th, and 6th is Mama Tried in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's right. The same weekend, I will be racing the Sons of Speed down in Daytona at New Smyrna Speedway. Looking forward to that on March 7th of Bike Week down in Daytona at the International Speedway. We will also be doing a Chopper show, Chopper's Magazine at the Harley booth down in Daytona. Uh, Dude, yeah, a fucking Chopper show. I've even got, let's see, I've got some fucking details here somewhere. Josh Sheehan. Sheehan. Yeah, Choppers Magazine will be throwing a chopper show presented by Harley Davidson in association with FXR Bazaar at the world-famous Daytona Speedway March 7th. And this is a no-fat-tire chopper show, dude. That's right. Fucking no-fat tires, dude. Just because it's fucking bike week doesn't mean you get to bring your fat-tire chopper to the Chopper's Magazine Chopper Show. It's just not happening. There'll be awards for best vintage custom, best pan head, best shovel head, best knuckle head, best chopper, best FXR, Stock modified FXR and the best custom FXR. I'll be emceeing this event. It'll be my first go at that. I've talked about doing it in the past, and uh, it's happening. So catch catch us at Daytona Speedway March 7th. The next week in March 9th through the 13th is the Mint 400 in Las Vegas, Nevada. April 1st through the 3rd is the Texas Fandango at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds in Fredericksburg, Texas. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. Racing. We got a chopper show. We got a vintage bike show. A swap meet. And some of the best riding in Texas. And I'm sure Rhino will be down there with the Buck and Pig. The Outbound Train will be playing a show at the campground this year. It is going to be a fucking party. April 8th through the 10th is the Mezcal Moto Rally. Dude, that's going to be fucking wild. May 19th through the 22nd is the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival, Loretta Lynn's Ranch, as well as the Bling Cycle Invitational. Dude, Bill Dodge brings in some of the raddest choppers from around the country. June 25th and 6th is Born Free. July 9th is the Full Tilt Boogie. That's right. That one will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. July 22nd, 
The Chop Wizard himself is throwing a party at the Run to Raton called the Chop Wizard Invitational Showdown. J.P. Rodman can't wait to hear more about that. August 10th. No. August 26th and 27th is the Virginia City Roundup in Virginia City presented by Chopper's Magazine. I should have some prize packs and some tickets to that event coming up in the future. Uh, the Nomad Run is the same weekend over in the UK. The Nomad Run. Dude, that one looks like a fun one. It's like a fucking scavenger hunt, chopper run, race, camp out, extravaganza. Yeah, it's going to be rad. All right, now that this intro has all been chopped and diced up, uh, we talked about MC Shop Tees and how you need to go sign up to support every local motorcycle shop. That's right. Make it happen. Uh, you can also support this show by going to Danger Dan's Talk Shop and signing up to become a patron. There's a menu. Click on the Patreon support. It will take you over there and show you everything you need to know. It's a beautiful thing. Keep this show rolling down the road. You know who helps roll this show down the road? That's right, lowbrowcustoms.com, dude. The fucking, dude, they got it all, man. They got it all. Recently, I just got some 19-inch Bates tires that will be going on my tank shift flathead race bike, and I cannot wait to get that thing together. I'll be headed down to New Orleans in the next week or so to start putting the pieces together to get it ready for bike week. Uh, check out lowbrowcustoms.com. You will have a chance at winning a $100 gift certificate every month that you are signed up as a Patreon. Can't thank Lowbrow enough, man. They keep me on the road. I, uh, dude, oil and tires, dude, they got it all. What did I get recently? I guess the tires are the newest thing. They showed up yesterday with a bunch of fucking stickers, uh, a $50, a fucking $50 fake fucking piece of cash that gets me every time. I'm like, whoa, they're extra nice. Oh, it's just a fucking piece of paper. Got them. Uh, check out lowbrowcustoms.com. And, uh, dude, that's really, dude, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Let's get into this show with Snake. Trying to get out of me, Dan. Um, I, I I hear you. Yeah. Uh, you, this is not your. Uh, you've done this before, huh? Once. I did it once. I did it with uh, Todd. With Todd. Todd. Has he still got it? Where he, he makes you hold your microphones? When I did it, yeah. Fucking amateur. <laughs> Dude, I really enjoyed sitting down. And it was cool. I always yeah. fucking enjoy hanging out with Todd. It was fun. Dude, we went for like two and a half hours. Dude, what, the last and one he did was like four and a half. Oh, really? Well, I can't even remember who it was. I don't uh, know. It's easy to just bullshit. He's good at it. So they'll just yeah, like keep it going and keep it going. And like, I was just like, well, and what's interesting about the way he's doing it, and this is one thing I've, I wouldn't say I've struggled with, but it's like, you know, I'm aware of. Yeah. 
I always like sitting down with somebody I don't know very well. Sure. Like, that's where I feel more comfortable, like, being able to just kind of feel the map and go, go down the road. Uh-huh. Where he's like, you know, we hung out for three days before we actually pulled out the microphones. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we've, we've covered everything in the past three days, but we, you know, it, he, like, used those three days as to like figure ammo. out how to really get in there. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. It's good. It was impressive. I, I learned a lot, you yeah, know, being we, a part of that process. We went, yeah, we went on like a three-day ride. In which you guys, you guys have never ridden together. So that, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, we just cover specific, I guess, you know. Oh, that was a fun ride. You know, like, I don't know. But. Dude, I'm really stoked to have a good friend named Zia that turned me on to you and Todd years ago. Zia's Get, the Getting shit. to catch you guys downtown in L.A. in that space. Yeah. You know, because it wasn't long after that you guys were gone. Yeah, we bailed in 19, like, t- toward the right end of Right before 19. the shit hit the like, fan. literally really? two weeks before it, it fucking hit. I was like, dude, I'm done talking to Todd. Yeah. But you, it was kind of, you guys playing the head. Like, it, it didn't happen. You it didn't ha- see that coming, though, did you? It right? happened pretty quick. I was kind of done with it. For a little while. Well, by the time I got there, you guys had done... I mean, the place looked amazing. Your fucking hidden section in the yeah, back yeah. was fucking epic. Yeah. Uh, but it looked like... You, I mean, you put a lot of effort into that place. Yeah, we, I put a shitload of... How long were you there before that? I was there for eight years. Eight years. About, yeah, just probably just under eight years. Yeah. Living in downtown L.A. Yeah, and I'm fucking freezing sometimes it would be this cold in there like it was fucking cold sometimes in the winter do the concrete slabs when there's nothing covering them once they get cold well and part of that place is underground like the back like where we our beds were like where our rooms were were, was underground so because the hill just went up in the back so sean dugan's fucking entrance was on the other side was where in the back of ours where there's no door or anything Uh fucking underground his door was right above it but on a different level. Yeah, so because he, he was right above us, so yeah. his his door was just right. right. And I think he was out by the time I came through. We're- they still had it. I don't know if they still have it now or or not. But um, so where were you at before then? Where was I? Yeah, before you. I were- was in Echo Park. Yeah, I was like literally like two miles of the street. Uh, just down the street. Yeah, like I've been. I was in Echo Park, Silver Lake, Hollywood area for. A good amount of time. I was in like LA proper altogether, 15 years, and then you know moved from like Hollywood to Silver Lake to Echo Park. I lived in Boyle Heights for a little bit. None um, of them were comparable to that spot. No, I mean I li- as far as neighborhoods go, I think Echo Park was my favorite. Um, Dude, I remember going to Mara's place on my chopper. Yeah. And there was cars in the driveway in the fucking hill that she lived on. Oh. It was like. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. I, c- I couldn't even stop at her place. No, I had to just you go have to by keep going. Yeah. and like, <laughs> yeah. get, a, get a game I'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's where she's at. Yeah. No, uh, there's no stopping there. Now what there. do I do? Especially with a fucking foot clutch. You're like, nope. Like, oh, you an just oil-covered rear brake? Keep, keep yeah, going. No. No. No, that up there by like where Baxter is and shit, like fucking skater dudes like bomb that hill and eat shit all the time. It's yeah. insane. I believe it. But yeah, no, I, I mean, those hills are annoying. But uh, if you're, you know... So, so I was but, reading an article, uh, fuck, this week. Are I, we uh, going? We're going? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, recording. I was like, fuck. Um, where was it? Oh, yeah, I got an email from Lowbrow, and it was an article about the, the history of the Frisco Chopper. Yeah. And uh, Nick Haynes wrote it. 
I was like, oh, fuck, I love, love Nick. And I love, like, every once in a while Nick puts something on. I think it's Facebook he does. Every once in a while there's, like, he just talks about historical shit. Sometimes right. it's motorcycle-related, sometimes it isn't. But I really enjoy his perspective. So I clicked through. I didn't even know that Lobra had a blog like this. They got, like, a whole blog of the history of custom motorcycles. Oh, really? Really well done, yeah. Huh. So then I read this, this uh, history of the Frisco Chopper, a bunch of cool shit. Some I'd read before, well, some I hadn't. But one thing I hadn't read, you know, you put the fucking Sportster tank on the backbone, low tunnel, no tunnel, with the petcock in the back. Yeah. To get all the gas in the tank, right? right. That's the obvious. Yeah. Then he was like, he, he mentioned like he had read or heard from a rumor or something. Like, not only that, it's for when you're going down those long-ass hills in San Francisco and all the gas is just at the front of the fucking tank on like a regular stock setup. Yeah. That... It's, it kicks back a oh, little bit like, more. I'm, I've seen hills like that. Yeah. You know, like that. I could see that that was. San Francisco is fucking crazy. But I mean, on a hill like that, are you giving it gas? No, fuck no. <laughs> dude. And especially with like our brakes that barely fucking work. It's just like you jam it down into first and you just hope yeah, nobody hope pulls in front do of that you. Too yeah, bad right there. Yeah, totally. Hope, hope there's not a fucking, you know, a, a stoplight at the bottom, you know, <laughs> or halfway down. You're like, ah, I'm not stopping. No, you yeah. always just prepare for a right-hand turn. Yeah, like just gotta maybe go right. a slide-out turn, but yeah. you know. Or like when your brake. I remember one time my brake nut, the um, the nut to keep the fucking brake lever on, like just mechanical. Yeah, came off, and I was coming up to an intersection. Like onto the bracket, like the foot peg bracket. Not the foot, but the. I mean, where but, the yeah, where the where where the crossover is. Okay. The crossover comes over to the right, yep. and there's that nut that holds on the whole fucking mechanism right everything there. Everything that's important and right there. I, yeah, everything you want to stay. <laughs> I, I was coming up to an intersection in L.A., and I just went to, you know, it was a red light. And I just went, clink, fucking brakes, goes clock down to the peg. And I was just like, <gasps> there's like this like panic feeling comes over. You're like, oh, fuck, that's my only brake. I don't know what, oh, God, you know, and you just, and you just hope nobody's, yeah, in the right-hand lane, you hope nobody's, you know, hauling well, ass through the you intersection. You were taught was were like, it's only a matter of time here in the city. You know, like I was having, you know, not being from there. When I get to ride my chopper over there through that just madness, yeah, it's exhilarating. It's, it's fun. super fun. Yeah, you know, and I and I think it was Todd. We were, he was just like, yeah, I could just tell he was over that. Like, he was like, I really enjoy just an open road. You know? yeah, yeah, I mean, an open road's fun, but, like, one of my favorite fucking things to do when I was living in downtown was if you had, like, a, a buddy or two in from out of town or even, you know, like, five buddies or, what, you know, the five of you go out, like, let's go to the bar. You're like, all right, cool. Like, well, I can't get too fucked up, you know, I'm on my bike. And uh, you go out and you have a couple beers and you're like, oh, we should go over here. Like, all right, cool. And then you ride, like, the five of you through fucking crazy ass downtown <laughs> LA traffic. Like kind of, you know, you get tuned up a little bit, not too fucked up. Oh, but just having your buddies with you. Just it having your buddies it. with you. It yeah, elevates it. elevates it. And then you get a couple beers and you're like, this is fuck, I'm invincible. And you're just like, this is so much fun. <laughs> Dude, you're just hauling ass through downtown. Just fucking in and out of fucking cars. Cops are like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's no catching up to that. Dude, so. and you had like the most anti-traffic style bike. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the... the <laughs> Big ape hangers. It's, it's not the The bad. fucking what? legs out. Well, you know, it... It, it, it winds up... the front end? Like, six foot? I think it's like... I want to say it's like 22 over. Or something like uh, that. So 42 inches? Yeah, it's fucking long. Inches. I don't know. It's, yeah. 
It's long. I, I, I mean, it's still, it's great. It, it surprisingly handles really well. But um, the. But when I think of a bike riding through traffic, it's like fucking high and tight. Sure. You know, like yeah. not the opposite of what you But want. what I've noticed was because when I built the first rendition of my shovel head, now it's in parts again, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot lower and it's a lot quieter and it's not as like, here I come, look at me, you know, and because my bike's a fucking circus. And it's like, you know, I mean, it's got that. People can see it in their rear view mirror. It's fucking huge. You get that giant there. stupid sissy bar and the big long front end and the yeah. loud ass annoying pipes. So yeah, it, what I noticed was when I drive the, sh- when I ride the shovel head, um, I'd get cut off more and like pinched more and stuff like that in traffic. Cause just, I think it's because they didn't see me. Yeah. And then when I ride my pan head, people, you know, it's like partying the Red Sea. People yeah. just get the fuck out of your way. You know, you're just <laughs> bah, screaming down the road. Oh, but, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun though. Yeah, and one thing we talked about that first night I met you, you were like, I used to hate long bikes. I hate them. And I'm just staring at your pan head like, you know. Like, Hated them. Really? Yeah. I thought they were so dumb. And they still are. I mean, they're still silly, and, you know, but they're fucking cool. Yeah. Like, until you ride a long bike, like, get on and ride a long bike. Anybody that can ride one of those and, and still feels the way that you used to feel, I just, I wouldn't trust them. They're so much fun. They're so much fun. So much fucking fun. It's like the uh, Davelina, Grossman, the bike Grossman had was what changed my mind. Davelina, which one was that? Was that crazy looking? He's only had a couple of bikes, and only like one or two. Yeah, yeah. but um, that one with the fucking—it was that white one with the skull. Uh, oh, in the in the like tank. Molded, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was all molded into the tank. It was super ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Such an ugly bike. It and was that's, his design from the get-go. Yeah, right? yeah. totally. Well, it was one. Of, that was one of those other things where I was like, God, that bike is so dumb. And I, you know, was sitting around for a while, and I finally sat on it, and I was just like, Holy shit. And it fit me so well. Like, it just, it felt like it was made for me. And I was just like, oh. And it's, that's what sold it right there. It's like, all right. Yeah, cool. I mean, so I never saw you on your shovel head or, you know, I'd only seen the pan head. It looked like yeah. you built it for you, which you obviously did. How did you build a chopper not like that before? I mean, you're a big dude. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was uh, just, I never thought of having a long bike. So I never, that never entered my mind. It was just like, no, you know. See, and I never thought of like having a long bike. I just built it where I was comfortable. Where I, you know, like, yeah. This is the vision I had. Well, I guess the ape hangers was, you know, man all the way, just seeing the paintings. Well, sure. But also, you're, what, what you have inside of your mind, like what you see you riding, yeah. changes. Yes. Absolutely. As you get older, you know, it's like I didn't get into bikes like choppers until I was a little older. Like, I, I got my first motorcycle when I was 23, and so I didn't... First time to ride, or that was your first motorcycle? Pretty much, yeah. Really? First, like, I had ridden, a, like, a buddy's bike here and there, but no, the first time I uh, first time I got a bike, I was 23 years old, yeah. And Were you in L.A.? No, I was living in Utah, in Salt Lake. Okay. And then very soon, like, two years later, I moved to L.A., but yeah. What and was then, it? What? Your first it was bike. a 73 CB 350. Nice. A total turd. Like, the wiring was all fucked up. I didn't know shit about bikes, obviously. But um, You do now, though, right? Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. I know enough to get me by. <laughs> I wouldn't say, like, about I'm a fucking goo. Yeah, I know, my, I know about my bike. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about bikes in general. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Did you hit it with a hammer? <laughs> you know? Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
but no, it was, you know. Was it a custom at all, or was it just a? No, it was it was a turd that somebody like cafeed, you know, like kind of. Did you and get it out of necessity or because you just wanted the bike? I got it because I wanted a bike, and my buddy was selling it for three hundred dollars, and I was like, I can afford that. It's so. less than a dollar a cc. Come yeah, on, right. Dude. I thought it was a hell of a deal, so I rode it for a second. Moved to LA, and uh, I didn't really like. There was a big chunk of time where I didn't really fuck with bikes. Yeah, and then got back into them when I was like, I guess late twenties. Early 30s. What'd you do when you first went to L.A.? I mean, I had a bike. Oh, I bought a Honda Shadow. In L.A.? Uh, I bought it before I went to L.A. Okay. So I had a, I had a bike that worked. What, like a 250 Honda Shadow? No, it was a, like a, I think it was like a 750 or something. I like it was, They make bigger ones. Yeah, right? that, that, you're thinking of the Honda Rebel. The re- that's exactly yeah, right yeah, that was the 250, the little, <laughs> <laughs> like, barely goes 50. Yeah. yeah. Um, with us on it? No, God, Big no. kites? No, but, um... No, but what'd you do, like, for work? I mean, what'd you do, what took you to L.A.? Oh, oh, I, uh, I was sick of Utah. I lived in Utah for, like, seven years, and yeah. I was just like, yeah, fuck this. And a buddy of mine was moving, um to California and he was like I got a spare room I was like alright fuck it you know, I'll go I'll move to California so I, I got a job as a busser at the Standard in Hollywood I was bussing tables just getting super fucked up every night in Hollywood just, oh yeah just yeah. Part, every night like I worked was a party it was just like this is awesome just drugs drinking just fucking everything up until 4 in the morning every night and then, what year was this? this was 2005 yeah 2006 somewhere in there and then shortly after that, I got a job on a TV show as a PA, which is a production assistant, like the bottom of the barrel. And I did that for a few years and just slowly worked my way around. And I'm still working in TV today. So, Dude, you're working on like quite possibly the best thing being put out on the screen right now. It's definitely one of the most popular things i mean it's cool yeah i guess i don't well it's crazy because you know the whole movie thing is going through such a big change right now that you know the internet streaming yeah yeah you know like the movie theaters you know even pre-covid you know like that shit was on the way out you know yeah and now they're not even filming you know i talked to who was it i guess it was oliver was saying that milburn he does a lot of movies and the last movie he worked on, that production crew was like, this is the last one we're filming to be released in the theater. They're just Really? Yeah, they're, they're just, just packing it in? Yeah, they're just not going to. I guess because you've got to film them differently than if you're doing it for just this digital release. You know, like there's more to it or something. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I have no idea, honestly, to tell you like, the truth of the, the difference of doing a, a theater release versus a streaming release like I don't know what the difference would be in the process of shooting but I don't either yeah I don't think there is one I mean I know like for DVDs and stuff like that there's just a ton of extra shit that they you know tack on for when you purchase the movie you know you get all the extra cool stuff you oh, see yeah, behind yeah. the scenes the gag reel blah 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 all that stuff but that's like if you 
you have to like buy it to get all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But most people don't give a shit about that. They're just like, whatever. I'll wait for Netflix and watch it. You know, because you know, it's like, Cause it's coming. Because it's coming eventually. Netflix really was the one that just like. Yeah, they changed the whole fucking thing. Well, there was Redbox. Remember Redbox? You could just go. Well, because there was. I remember Blockbuster. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, you get a fucking Fuck, Blockbuster. Yeah. That was like the big thing. Friday yeah. night, we're gonna go get some movies. You go get a tape. Some video games. You get a tape and a game or something. You know, yeah. some fucking popcorn and some ice cream or something. But yeah, and then it just slowly evolved. And then there was like Redbox. You didn't have to go to Blockbuster anymore. You go could to go the to gas fucking Seven Eleven. Yeah. And get one. And then there was Netflix. And then they were mailing them. Yeah, the, first. the Netflix started out with just like a a Redbox sent to your house. Yeah, the they DVD would send them would like you up. could get like one. Or you could get like two or three or something. They'd send you like a chunk. See, of and them. I never trusted that from the get go, uh-uh. only because I know how I treated DVDs, you know, and like those are ones I owned. They're right? like frisbees. Yeah, yeah. Like, coasters. Oh, you know, you're just, you're just gonna send me one that was at somebody else's house and yeah. it's gonna work. Putting cigarettes out on it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's nothing more annoying than like getting halfway through something. And it's like and it, yeah, and just stops. So you're fuck. Yeah. I mean, now it's the circle every once in a while. You're like, yeah, you get the spinning damn, wheel. Who of else death. is using the internet? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's now it's like, well, there was COVID and it shut everything down. And then when that came back, like now there's even more streaming platforms. So it was kind of like, and nobody stopped writing, you know, during COVID. They were like, fuck, they're just the, the same, the same shit is being, you know, replayed for months. And all these fucking writers and production companies and whoever, you know, they're just writing more content, waiting for the, you know, the, okay, now you can go out and make this shit. And so there's all this stuff and more streaming platforms. And they're just like, all right, we need more people to do this shit. And, you know, it's, it's the busiest it's ever been. Like, there's really? Since fucking, you've been in it? Oh, my God. It's insanely busy. I, no shit. Yeah. I mean, I get calls all the time for... So do you jobs. work for like, are you just like in the, it's like a union or what do they call yeah. it? You, I'm in a, yeah, yeah, there's unions and there's non-union shit, but I mean, I'm in a, a union. union. Yeah, I'm a local So do you 80. work for like a specific company or you're just no. like, your name's out there? You, you work for different crews. Like you, you, you know, as you get in, you get in the union, whatever, you develop relationships with, it's kind of gig work, you know? It's like you develop relationships with key grips and DPs and stuff like that, and they they call you for jobs. Oh, I got this job coming up, you know? Who would be good for this, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Snake would be good, or whatever. Perfect. Or I'm crewing up a job, call Snake, see if he's available, you know, and stuff like that, and yeah, just kind of go through like that. And you just work them in chunks, you know? It's not like a normal schedule. You're not doing eight to five. No. So they're just like, hey, we got something for the next two weeks, or... Two months. Yeah, you do whatever it is. If it's a commercial, it's you know anywhere from a day to a week. Have you or always two. traveled doing it, or is that no, something new too? That's fairly new within the last five years. But I used to do commercial work mainly. That's it. Yeah, it was just commercials. So it's like between a day and like two weeks is a super long commercial. Yeah, but uh, two weeks for a fucking commercial. Yeah, well they do like. Uh, you do you knock a bunch out like you know target we're doing a campaign you know so you oh, do yeah, a you bunch do of different spots yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but yeah it's essentially for one company but um no and then i got into tv like long format shit like tv shows um which are nicer when you get older because commercials are kind of a beat down mm-hmm. but um i think anything consistent like that working with the same people you know over a long period of time 
just better relationships, yeah. better workspace. Yeah, know. it's just, it, the the pace is the gets better. Yeah, and it's like the commercials is very you know like let's go fast now. Like all right, we're taking it's all like this a shit. Lane road compared to a highway. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. it's just it's more of a beatdown. Like physically, you just it sucks. You know, your wrists yeah. are so hurt, your knees. They're not trying to make it easy on you. No, they're just they like, don't care. Get this shit. Done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done and get done. But yeah, so now I've been in. On this show, I leave Saturday. It will be about six months on this show. So you did like a whole season? Yeah, yeah. We did season one of 1883, and we just finished shooting. The last shooting day was last Saturday. Of season one? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. So the season I am currently watching. We were still shooting. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's actually one more shot they're going to shoot. Um... In another state. Really? For, I think it's the last shot. I don't know if I can say where they're going, but it's the last shot of the episode, of the season. Of the season. Yeah. So, um, but. Hey, uh, well, I've enjoyed it, you know? It's, I, it's, I, yeah, it's I had good. to buy into it, right? And I was like, man, if this gives Snake a job where he can buy <laughs> fucking choppers, you know, because I threw a fit at, like, my first thought was like, fuck that, you know? It'll yeah. be on Netflix eventually. But then I was like, no, no. Snake is gonna—he's gonna buy choppers with the money. This yeah, five dollars a month or whatever. It I is. bought a chopper on this show. There you go. Yeah, I bought my wife a panhead. Sick for our anniversary. I'm glad I could help you with that. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. It was money well spent. Hopefully, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Saturday I get to go home for like the second time in six months. I went home for Christmas, but yeah, I've been gone for six months. It's been a long one, but. You know, so does everybody dress like a cowboy on the set? You showed, it's, up, you it's, showed up yesterday with a cowboy hat. I did. I, was like, I did. Damn, Texas is rubbing off on. Well, them. it's fucking hard. You're working on a western. You're here for six fucking months. Like we're working all over Texas. We go up to Montana. We come back to Texas. It's a a period piece taking place in the late 1800s about cowboys. It's yeah. hard to not fucking, yeah. hell, I need a cowboy hat, you know? <laughs> you know? Like, you're outside all fucking day. I mean, it's, it's mostly a practical piece it's, of equipment. Especially in the summer. Like, I have a straw hat because it was hot as fuck and you're outside all goddamn day. So it's like, yes, I'm wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then it gets a little colder, you're like, I got my felt hat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went had it cleaned the other day. Oh, that's <laughs> like, so good, dude. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah, my dad wrote me in, I don't know, I guess at the beginning, at some point, no, it wasn't at the beginning, because I had to catch up, you know, yeah. he was just kept talking to me about it. About Yellowstone? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. you know, I'm like, all right, well, I need, to, I need to figure out what the fuck he's talking about, so yeah. we go back and we watch it, I'm like, you know, fuck, this is good, you know, I hadn't done, watched any shows right. in a while, you know, like, nothing. Nothing really. Yeah, you know. Nothing hit. My, my wife, she watches something hilarious when I'm out of town. Uh, and it's like old school T. Oh, The Ranch with Sam Elliott. It was like a, you know, back to like 90s style sitcom. Oh, okay. Just like, just some kids. Like you know, kind of slapsticky. Really, yeah, yeah. Real slapstick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. And I've been telling him for a minute, you know, as we talk about film. I enjoy movies, and I enjoy yeah. that shit. Yeah, that's fun. And uh, how I was telling them, like, all the movies have been going to shit lately, and the best things that have been coming out are, like, the long format, 
shows, right? And er, the, the first, like, way they were, it was like one or two seasons maybe, you know, yeah. where it was like they would tell the story, they'd have the problem, and then the problem would be over at the end of the, the, the four episodes or six. Right. Ep- it just kept getting longer. And now it's like Yellowstone's back to, like, the 90s style with, like, this bigger problem. It's like more dramatic and spaced out. Yeah. And now they just keep adding on shit to keep the season going. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, just what's going to happen to the fucking ranch? You know, like, that's where I've been at for a while now. I'm like, Dad, like, come on. Yeah. All this bullshit that's going on now is just because everybody likes cowboys. Well, season four, I think, just came out. And that's what we shot last year. And then they didn't shoot anything this year because they were doing 1883. Oh, really? So now... So now, well, I go home, I think, and we're talking about it, and like nobody really knows. There hasn't been an official word, but it's like, I think we go up to Montana in like April. Really? To go How's start. Montana? How's working up there? I mean, it's fucking gorgeous. Isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's God, so It's beautiful. one of the most beautiful places ever. The people are a little different. Like, not as, like, I, like. Not as welcoming, probably. They're yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They like, quit showcasing they, this to the world. It's like, <laughs> We get it. Don't yeah. fucking film yeah. it. Yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of things. I'm like, don't put it on yeah. the gram, dude. Uh, dude, dude, people are gonna, you're gonna blow it up the spot. People, yeah, dude. it's like old skate spots. Like, uh, totally, dude. Totally. Don't tell them where it's at. And I get it. You know, nobody wants a fucking film crew in their backyard. Like, I I understand. You yeah, know, but I mean, it's still got to be annoying though. Even understanding that, you're like, yeah, you know, it's like, man, I don't. I'm just, I'm just here doing my job. Just trying you know. to buy some choppers, guys. I'm just trying to fucking... This is how I pay my bills. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. you know? But um, this is the only thing I know how to do for the last 15 years. I don't know what you... What do you want me to do? You know? I'm not a fucking... <laughs> I'm not going to go sell houses. Do I look like a person who's fucking... you this kind of money to come out here and actually be a cowboy? No, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no it's no. not going to happen. I just look awesome. No, I, I can't ride. I can't ride a horse, though. I mean, I, that's... With Zia, I fucking taught me how to ride a horse. Oh, Zia will do that. Dude, that girl can ride a horse. Yeah. She can, she can ride some things. <laughs> Dude, I was in Mexico, that last El Diablo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're at the Circle of Death. We just raced. And uh, some fucking Mexican comes up on a horse. And I'm like, oh, look at this guy. It's sweet. And he like, you know, next thing you know, he's like coming to me. And starts talking to me like in Spanish, complete Spanish. Do you speak Spanish? And I think Brobeck and somebody else are by me and they're looking at me like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what this, you know. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. So finally Spanish. I like try and start talking to this guy and he's like, do you know a girl named Zia? Oh, she sets you up. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> Uh, like, I have heard this. I have heard the story about you. You know, I like, get all clicked. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. I know who you are. Yeah, I get it. I get it now. But it was just funny, like, how he singled me out. Like, I don't, you know. Yeah. She didn't, I don't think she told him to go find Dan. Oh, she really? Didn't have his, no, she didn't have his number. That's why he was getting, he wanted to find. He just, he just picked a random biker well, at, out of I mean, all at, those fucking at dudes. At the El Diablo. Yeah. So he's at the right place. But yeah, right. how he picked There's me. There's a lot of dudes at El Diablo. I know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it was kind of weird. Just, like, standing on the beach. Uh, does anybody know Zia? Maybe I had my cowboy hat on. It's probably the only one out there with a felt cowboy hat in the middle of the summer. He's like, this idiot knows. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, knows. this fucking yeah. guy. No, I but did. horses, horses are red. Did. I like horses. They're fun. 
They're Dude, fucking still terrifying to me. My though. wife wants to get me wants us to get horses so fucking bad she can barely stand it. <sighs> That's a lot of work, man. Dude, there's just Okay, we got horses on the on the property. Her yeah. uncle's got fucking five of them down there. Good horses that he has to take care of. He doesn't even get to work with Dude, them. Dude, if you think Harleys are a pain in the no, ass. No, I know this. That's Dude. why we don't have fucking horses, oh you know? Oh, God. You know, but I, and I keep explaining. I'm like, if you really wanted, and this is the same thing I told her about motorcycles. Yeah. She came at me a while, a couple years ago, because some girls in the scene were on to her about not riding her own bike. Right. You know? And she's like, why haven't you showed me? And I'm like, you gotta, here's one of those things. This get, is one of those things like, there are bikes here. If you really wanted to totally. do it, You'll do you, it. Would, you would be out here doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to like encourage the fucking mom of my kids to go out in traffic <laughs> on a motorcycle. I'm like, well, that's one way to get rid of her fucking... <laughs> you know, like... But if you really... like, and it t- This is one of those things where you got to really want to do it. Yeah. And as soon as I see that out of you, you know, well, encouragement, and you ask the right questions, I'm going to answer them. It's so, like the buddy who's like, show me how to work on bikes. It's like... Not really how it works, man. Like, you have to kind of show yourself how to work on bikes, and like, I mean, ask the right questions, and you mm-hmm. know, it's like I don't fucking. What do you want me to do? Like, start pointing at things and go, "Well, this does that." Yeah, you want to start bossing that. you around. Yeah, you want to tell you to like I, that's not going to work. You yeah. know, it's like go get a bike, start dicking with it. Yeah, that's the yeah. fucking best. Hey, even better. Get a clapped out iron head. There you go. Oh, God. Try and ride yeah. that thing around. Uh, that, if you ever want to ride, don't get a... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get he a said he wanted to learn head. about motorcycles. Yeah. So, okay. Get a broken bike. Get a, yeah. get a shitty old bike and you'll learn. But the horses thing, I'm like, yeah, you know, there's horses. If you really wanted them. Yeah. You know, and, and to have them here where we, you know, we don't work the cattle with horses. You know, like our place isn't that big. Right. We... We're maintaining four wheelers and side by side or side by sides anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's just not effective. But if we were to like live in the mountains, we're like there is land that like we can't even little, yeah. ride dirt bikes or anything on where right. we could haul shit in with. Like I could see a, having one for a purpose, and yeah. feeding it through the year. But it's you got to exercise them. You got to fucking you know. It's well, like, and it's a, it's a. So I've been trying to wrap my round, mind around what he's doing with this show. You know, especially after talking to you two days ago. Where he's like, you're like, he wants to, you know, get a place, sell million-dollar horses. That's just what I heard. Well, I don't know, you, you know, so I don't but, know Taylor but it, personally. But I mean, so, like, uh, taking the cameras to Montana. You know, showcasing that area. Well, it's like, he's preserving this, that way of life to some degree. You know, because it's not like people are really out there doing what they're doing in Yellowstone, no, yeah. you know? So, like, maybe giving, you know, trying to figure out a way to keep that going, whether it's, like, selling the dream to somebody else to experience it for a weekend. Well, at least those guys working there get to keep living that, uh, you know, in that culture, just keeping it alive. Yeah, totally. You sure. know, like, I'm trying to see the good in it, you know? I, well, I mean, it's he's, he's telling stories, you know? That's... No, no, I get and it, but it's, it's more than that these days when it's like... Sure, I mean, that whole way of life is changing, and, you know, I think a lot of aspects of the way, you know, our country specifically has operated over the last, you know, even just 50 years mm-hmm. is changing a lot, and, you know, some people are having a very hard time with it, and some people are like, whatever, like, you know, the younger generation, like, no, this is just how it is. You know? Yeah, things just, just change all the time. Yeah, it's like, you know... Were we talking about music earlier? No. No, but it's like, you know, newer music, you know, it's like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like, 
you know, you hear this, you hear shit, and you're like, this isn't fucking music. Yeah. What is this shit you kids are listening to? And then you, you're like, oh my God, I sound like my dad. And you yeah. know, like, I'm it so just like, happens. My kids are starting to like, you know, until recently, they only heard the music I played. Right. Now they're like, ABBA. all of a sudden, Stuff my kid disco. was singing Hard Knock Life. And I was yeah. like, well, that's in a real life. And I look over at my wife, and she's like, yeah, you heard the Jay Z song. And I'm like, all right, all right. I dig, you know. Jay Z's cool. Jay Z's got some cool beats. Uh, mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it just caught me way off guard. Sure. The other kid, like, he fucking heard some weird song that he likes now. You know, and I, I'm like, ah. Oh. But at the same time, I'm like, no, this is. Gotta, Dude, having kids is weird, man. I'm sure. Dude, it's I, like, I, I, I you know, know, you want to just be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, that's okay. stupid. Yeah. Wearing fucking boots, you know? like. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, like I know that they need to like. Explore. Find their own yeah. way within influences. I guess the influences are outside of me. You know, yeah. They need to take process other things going on so that they can communicate with those other things. Yeah. Having the homeschool kids is like, you know, I don't want them to be the weird homeschool kids. Right. You know? So right. they got to like... You got to let them explore and figure shit out for themselves. Yeah. Like, all right, dude, like we did. I was a fucking weirdo when I was a kid. Yeah. Super weird. But whatever. It turned out all right. Yeah. I guess. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Don't start questioning yourself now. All right, enough, anyway. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Fuck. Yeah, you're doing fucking great, yeah. dude. Here yeah. in Texas, you're working in a beautiful fucking place, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, honestly, you've got to have some pretty awesome offices. Fucking Montana. You got to see, yeah. like, some of the, uh, the wider open spaces of Texas, you know, that most oh people just God. drive through and see out their window. We spent, spent weeks. Weeks in places like that, in the middle of fucking nowhere. This is the windiest job I've ever worked on. Every place we worked on was windy. In Texas? Te- anywhere we worked, in Texas <laughs> yeah. and in Montana, yeah. was the windiest fucking place I'd ever been. Like, sustainable. Like, we're outside, and it's all fucking... Like, it's, no wonder there's, if they want to put windmills up there. Do, right? It's a fucking... It's an it's a Old West show, you know? A period piece that takes place in the Old West. Everything's shot outside, so it's all yeah. day exteriors and night exteriors, so we're outside constantly, and it's just, you know, you're in the fucking wind. It's maddening being in wind all day I bet the, will drive you fucking crazy. I've had those dudes with the microphones and... Oh, the sound guys? Yeah, sound the guys. sound guys, and oh, then I'm like... I'm sure it's a fucking nightmare. Dust blowing on shit. Dust everywhere. We're emptying all of our trucks right now and just cleaning it. That's what we're doing. Like, we're wrapping. You just em- dump it all out. Dump it out, clean it off, put it all back. So did you do the shoot down in uh, Fort Worth where they fucking put sand down all down the street? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you spread all the sand out? You I mean, I don't you do got that. Machines and I don't do That's a different department. Different right? department? Yeah. What were you doing, tearing down the signs? No, no, it's a different department. I'm a grip. So we, we do, like, anything, we're, anything that's, like, big. Like, there were, all right, so they're, when they look down the street, well, they only had a section of the street. So when they look all the way down the street, they're like, well, we can't see fucking cars and lights and shit. So we put these big, called VFX frames, visual effects frames up, and they're 20 by 40, 20 feet tall, 40 feet wide. So we had, I think, four of those, two of those, and then two 30 by 30s. Mm-hmm. So you put these big blue screen walls up. Got you know, it. So, so you got to superimpose the rest yeah, of the shot. So you got to build that shit. Out of truss and 
strap it to a petty bone and and safely. the wind's blowing. Are you it's fucking windy. up on these things, dude? Well, you have to operate them, but it's yeah. like you have to make sure that it's safe to operate them. And it's like, okay, if it's too windy, it's like you, you got to bring them down. You know, it's like, so you have to do it safely because, so you know, really the shit falls apart. You're oh, fucking God. holding kites up in the air and shit. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Wind sucks for my job. Wind you is know like that the worst. The, we were going to come over here and not talk about choppers for the first hour. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> We started down that road. We started on choppers. Oh, dude. We can get back to choppers. No, it, it fascinates me. I mean, I just, you know, it's interesting hearing about how that, you know, the backside of that. Yeah, works. it's a different world. You know, I, I, I don't see it because I do it every fucking day. You yeah. know, it's my job. But um, Could you even watch the, have you watched the show? Or are you just like? I don't usually watch shows I work on because yeah. it doesn't make sense to me because I can't separate like oh the stuff you've seen ahead of time well and it's also like spatially like when they you know like if you're having a conversation and the camera angles are changing I'm like well that's not there and that's not there you know like they you cheat shit tough, you huh? cheat shit all the time you yeah, know it's yeah, just yeah. like no we'll shoot the interior of this building but the exterior is going to be in another town you know it's like oh so you... i have my brain has a hard time like computing that okay. you know? so it's and it just doesn't kind of takes away the the coolness of a TV show or a movie, you know, you watch, you watch shows and movies to kind of escape, you know, it's like, it's yeah, a, I guess you know, when it's you like, do notice something small in a movie, you know, it yeah, drives me it nuts. Kind of drives like, you how nuts. did you not do that? Yeah. For you to know all the shit. Yeah. Or to be like, oh, I was standing right behind that guy. You know, it's yeah, like, you know, continuity. I yeah. guess that would fuck it up. So it just kind of takes away the, the, you know, movie magic, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, when I watch a movie, I want to escape. I, I don't want to fucking think. Yeah. I want to be totally engrossed in the story and just, I want it to be seamless. And it's like, okay, cool. You know, but it's, if I can't do that, it's then not it enjoyable have for the me. Same effect. No, so I usually don't watch them. That but 1883, sense. I got to tell you, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so you've been watching that one? I have watched a few of them and it's pretty awesome. Well, well I love it's Sam. So. It's really well done. Like, I mean, this, just the things I noticed within the first couple episodes, just the way they portray the people, the attitudes of the people, it yeah. just seemed like. There was no sugar coat, and it was no like the nice people walking down the street in the old days. Right. You know, it was like, no, these motherfuckers are going through some shit. Yeah. Living ain't easy right now. It was like, a miserable time to be alive. Yeah. Obviously. And I, and most other westerns don't, not all of them, but most of them don't really showcase every character right. that way. You know, where you kind of like see attitude and people that aren't even a part of the scene. You yeah. know, you just it it the doesn't peripheral shit. Yeah. It, yeah. It's really well done. I yeah, I think you did a great job with it, and it's awesome. I'm, I'm, I've been enjoying it. So, I'm so you bought a chopper during the show? I did. Did you buy like on the road, like in Montana or Texas? I was in Montana when I bought it, but no, I hit up, uh, I hit up Grossman. Okay, because it was, uh, it was my anniversary, my my two year anniversary, and I'll be honest, I was a little drunk. <laughs> well, because we weren't together. Like, uh, Emily... Like, you just physically weren't... We weren't physically together. No, I, I was in like Montana. trying to get her back for the two years. No, 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 no. Not, not like that. We were together. Okay. Uh, physically, we were in two different states. I was in Montana, and she was in California. And, uh, you know, I was fucking drunk. And I was like, oh, man, I just want... Because she's been talking about building a chopper. She's like, I want to build a chopper. And she rides a sporty. And, you know, you can do some cool shit to a sporty, but... That's her running bike. And she's like, well, maybe I should chop this up. I'm like, eh, you don't want to do that. I was like, you want a running bike. Yeah. You know, because then once you tear this up, 
Yeah, you're gonna. Fucking, you're walking. You're gonna do some things that you wouldn't want to do just so you can just get that so you can get back, back on, on the, the bike. Yeah. So uh, you know, all this starts rattling around in my head, and I'm sitting in a tiny little hotel room in Livingston, Montana, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll get her a fucking bike. So I started hitting up. You know, I think I hit up Grossman, and was the only person I did. I was like, hey, man, you got any bikes for sale right now? And he starts texting me pictures of, like, five different bikes. He's like, yeah, I got this one, I got this one, I got this one. I was just like, oh, Jesus. And so I pick, like, <laughs> I pick, like, two of the cooler ones that I thought. And I, I, I texted Emily pictures, and I was like, hey, which one of these bikes do you like the best? And she was like, you know, I like this one. She's like, I like the Panhead. It was a 62 pan, And I was like, all right, cool. So I hit up Gross, and I was like, I'll take the Panhead. And he was like, all right, cool. You know, so we arranged it, whatever. I had a buddy actually go pick it up in San Francisco, or in, where does he live? Oakland, somewhere in there? North California. Northern California, where yeah. Grossman lives. But um, because I still haven't been home, so he's like, I got to get rid of this thing. I got more well, bikes coming in. You haven't even been in. home since? Well, I went home for Christmas for, I think, 10 days, and then came right back here, so. But, yeah, so. What shape is your panhead in right now? Good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I got it um, dialed in and ready to go the night before I left for the show in August. Damn <laughs> it. Was ready when you get back. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking. I got it dialed. I fixed all the weird little dumb shit, you know, that happens to your bike that you're like, oh, I'll get to it. And then, you know, enough piles up where you're like, okay, now I can't ride it. Yeah. Yeah. So you fix them all at once. Um, so I did that literally the night before I got on a plane and came here. That was August 3rd. And then I came here. I've been doing the show. I went home for Christmas. I actually did get to ride when I was home for two days. Nice. I went on some, you know, a couple little day trips. But um, So you got to remind me a story because Todd was trying to tell it, but it was about you. And it seemed like it was like a key pin, a... Uh, a shear pin, like a fucking keyway in your oil pump. Oh, the Woodruff key? The Woodruff key. Yeah. That kept breaking or something? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you just had to keep replacing it? Yeah, I got really good at rebuilding my oil pump. I mean, that's like the last thing you want to be fucking with on the side of the road is it, taking apart a fucking oil pump. I got real good at it. I could do it real fast, but <laughs> I had to do it like seven Does or eight times. Did your exhaust not go... Does it go it, underneath it, or is it, do you have to remove this exhaust? To no, get to? I don't. I just, it's kind of, it's like yours, but like okay. my, my rear exhaust goes above my transmission. So there's even more room right so, there. So yeah, you have a little more room to work, but yeah, my, um, I didn't know at the time, but my, uh, my top end was falling apart, and it's like, you know, the underside of the piston, there's that like ridge. Like the piece of metal in there. That that's piece cast of metal in. that kind of ca- is cast in to keep it from like collapsing. Yeah. You know, it gives it strength or whatever. That whole thing ripped out on one of my pistons. And yeah, so I, the pist- the, was the piston even? It, w- it was still attached, but like I have pictures of it somewhere. But it was crazy. I was like, I didn't, like I, I took it to Frank. But you didn't know this Phil. was going on. So no, I had no idea. Was- I had no idea this was going on. So we're riding, and this was like at the beginning of the trip. We go from L.A. to. Um, I think we rode to Park City, Utah. Um, but <laughs> in Joshua Tree, like Todd's rear axle seizes up. And I was like, damn, that's a bummer. I was like, oh, I'm glad my bike's all right. You know? <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm glad I'm not the one holding us up. There's you know, and good I. good wood over there to knock on. Huh? <laughs> totally. I'm standing next to my bike and I look at my 
seat. I'm standing at the you know, back of it. I look at my seat. There's just oil all over my, the back of my seat. And I was like, what the fuck is that all about? I was like, why is there so much oil? Like, all the way. My seat's fucking, like, six Huge. feet. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking tall. Like, all oil all over it. And I was just like, god damn it. I look in my oil bag. It's totally empty. Bone dry. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, all right. So This is within the same stop. Like, man, yeah, my yeah. bike's good. And then you look Yeah, we're it. sitting on that side. And I'm just like, god. Sucker, you know, <laughs> like, like, like maintain your shit, Todd. Goddamn, you know. <laughs> I look, I was like, oh, oh, shit, no matter oil. Um, so we, whatever, we get towed to a buddy's and we work on it. It took us five fucking days to get out of there, um, because his rear axle welded to his hub, so it just destroyed his whole fucking rear hub. So we had to find a new hub, relace a wheel, fucking get it trued up. (laughs) Oh, it was a huge mess. And then this whole time, I had no idea why all my oil came out of my bag. I thought my oil bag was cracked. So you just put oil in it and started looking? No, I I, I just assumed it was cracked. So I fucking start taking shit apart. I get my oil bag out. I start fucking with it. You know, I'm doing like leak down tests and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, it's not... Nothing's happening, you know. So I put it back in. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Put oil in it, fire it up. <laughs> all comes out the breather. <laughs> finally, finally, take apart my oil pump, and the uh, one of the little worm drive gears in there had the, the Woodruff key, and they're tiny, yeah, tiny they're little key, sheared off, and there was a little piece of metal stuck in between the gears, and it just like stopped it up, and it was like. Err! and just snapped the key. And I was like, oh, it's not, you know, it's just totally something and just out of the... Oh, so a, a metal from someplace else got... Metal from someplace, so, but I didn't know that. I thought the key just, you like I couldn't figure, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, maybe the key just over time just fucking... Put the key, new key in there, put it yeah, back Yeah, fuck together. it, we'll put a new key in and we're good to go. Yeah. And so we did that. We go, I think we're in Arizona or... It happens again. I fire up my bike in the morning or something. I'm like, cool, let's get going. It just starts pumping out of my breather into the fucking street. On this dirt road that we're on that we just slept on. I was just like, oh, fuck. And uh, I had you know, that pocket full of these keys because we had stopped before. It had happened before in uh, Grand Junction, somewhere in fucking Arizona by the Grand Canyon. And this old timer Shane fucking saw what was going on. He was just like, "Here, just take a bunch." He had a, like, he gave me like a handful of these keys. So I had a pocket full of these fucking keys because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But every few hundred miles, it would happen, and I'd just start sumping oil out of my breather. And I'm like, "God damn it!" I'd have to pull my fucking cover off, pull everything about, you know, apart, pull the little piece of metal that got wedged in there, and we rode all the way to Utah like that, and then we rode all the way back to LA like that. Every few hundred miles, I'd have to just replace that key. It's amazing what these motors will run. Like the it's insane that they will run. Under. It's insane. It just kept going, and I was just like, I don't know what's going on. And then I get back, and I finally pull my top end off, and the whole underside of my piston is just gone, and just bouncing around in the bottom of my motor, just getting smashed up, like just you know, just blender, you know, just getting smashed up into tiny little pieces enough to go down into my oil pump and seize the... Yeah, get, I was just like, really? 
It still works. <laughs> it was running just fine. It runs just fine. I mean, whatever. I took it down to Phil in L.A., and he, he was just like, I've never seen this. I was just like, I don't know. I think I just had a lot of piston slap, and eventually just, just ripped Broke it right out of there. Yeah. I don't know. But they're beasts. I mean, they're fucking workhorses. They'll just go. You just beat the shit out of them. For real. Yeah. I mean, For real. The old man down the road, he's got a great story about the bottom of the cylinder on his buddies. I think it was his panhead, yeah. The the cylinder studs, or this the base of the cylinder that bolts to the case, mm-hmm. all four of those pieces just broke off, and it was just, you know, the whole head and cylinder just moving up and down. Really? So they just stick a piece of wood in between the pan cover and the backbone. Kept going. No way. Yeah. Just wow. Held it down in place with a piece of wood. The base, then, the base gasket? No, the the, the head. No, the the where the cylinder bolts to the case. Holy shit! It broke off right there. Those yeah, four yeah. Corners. So they so just like nothing holding the just cylinder. Just like hammered a wedge in there. No, up here. Oh no! It was, yeah, they held it. <laughs> no above way. The head in and it worked fine on the rear head. Yeah. The best part about the story isn't that. The best part was that they came to a gas station in Arkansas. Where a guy at the gas station had a cylinder uh. and a piston, and they put it on the fucking panhead at a, a gas station. Just randomly had what Yeah, they but this is like, you know, in the fucking 60s or 70s, you know? I th- yeah, I guess they were a little, a little more. Different back then. Yeah, a little more available. <laughs> yeah. so I got this panhead. Well, gas stations used to be like, everybody was kind of working on their cars to get them. It was the a one stop shop. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, cars, you bikes, whatever. You were just whatever. getting gas to keep your car on the road. Freeways were a little different. Yeah. It was highways, so, you know, you go through these little towns and you He got pulled over one time going like 100 plus on his knucklehead and he was in Colorado. Do, do they go 100 plus? <laughs> yeah, when he geared, I mean, he would change the gearing up on the, I mean, yeah. everything. And the guy, the police officer was like, anybody that can go this fast on a bike this old, this far from home, probably knows what they're doing. <laughs> Just slow down. Yeah, you know? sick. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Oh, man. I can get my bike to go 90. That's about as fast as she wants to go. Really? Yeah. Well, you've got a lot going on. I mean, she how much go. does your bike weigh? I don't know how much my bike weighs. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, but you put a lot of metal onto your my rear. Yeah, my sissy bar weighs like 75 pounds or something stupid <laughs> like that. Like, it's so heavy. It's so much metal. Oh. But it, it hauls ass, man. They go fast. Yeah. I guess fast Fuck enough. Yeah, they go fast. I mean, you can tell when they don't want to go any faster. Start fucking, you dude. Know, this thing, like, uh, this the last Mexico trip we went on. I don't know. I got a wild hair and just, you know, bottom of the Baja, like literally the bottom of the Baja. Oh god, it's all fresh black top down there. Oh really? Oh, it's fucking. It's in, all the way from La Paz to California. No way. Fresh black top. Fuck. Like they, you know, we were building a wall and they were like, cool, <laughs> we'll improve our roads. <laughs> Yeah, you dickheads, go ahead and build your fucking wall. <clears throat> no, it's pretty amazing. So anyways, we're just like, oh, I know what happened. Is we fucking came to a Federale checkpoint. Yeah. And there was a guy on a KTM. And he was like, dude, I can't believe this thing. You know, like, I'll trade you straight up. Right. And I'm like, yeah, fucking right, you know. Anyways, he takes off. And, you know, I get my guys through the checkpoint. And I'm like, fuck it, let's catch that dude. You know? Yeah. So I just wide open. And it just... 
it just went until the fuel it could the it, the fuel line wasn't sending fuel fast enough. Oh yeah. Like I get to a point where like I'm fucking okay, hauling okay, okay, ass. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No, and then it just like quit making explosions. Huh. It's just like it would burn everything out. I thought it was just going to I thought it was over. You know, like I thought, "Oh, I just Was it like it sounds like it was vapor locking or something?" No, I think literally I just held the throttle wide open for so long that yeah. the, the fuel line wasn't keeping up with the fuel the motor was burning. Crazy. That's a crazy fucking from California down to San Felipe, that stretch. Yeah. Okay, well, that stretch isn't fresh. But getting okay. to San Felipe is. Gotcha. You know, once you used to go past San Felipe, there would just be like sections missing. Yeah, yeah. Now it's all fucking. It's all nice. Dude, it's so nice. Well, there's that one speed bump in the middle of nowhere. That's still there. Still, yeah, <laughs> that's God. fucking oh, still Oh, thank God. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Oh, thank God. Well, that's how it like just wakes ac- you up and tears up and scares the shit out of you. Going across mainland, you know. And I love it how the speed bump sign is right at the speed bump. It's right there's, there. There's no like, no. hey, speed bump. There's no lead up. Coming. Hey, by the way, up here in about 50 feet, there's a speed bump. No, it's no. like, hey, you're about, you're going over that's a speed it. bump. Here yeah. it is. Bam. You hit that launch ramp, scares uh-huh. the shit out of you. Yeah, riding at night in Mexico is really just not effective. It's terrifying. Not effective. You mm-hmm. spent some time on the Baja, huh? Uh, yeah, I did the, the El Diablo twice. Yeah. It was fun. I did it once on a Sportster and then once on my Panhead. Yeah. I can barely make that stretch. Oh, without running out of gas? Yeah, well, I run out of gas, but yeah, then yeah. I use my... My spare, and then I run out of gas pulling into the gas station. Well, the, so it's the like gas every station drop. didn't even have fuel last time I went down. Oh God! You know, I show up and they're like, "Yeah, we're not open." Sorry. There's no, or there's no fuel in the gas yeah. pumps. We had to stop, and like there was a dude, like a farmer or somebody, who just had a sign up because he saw all the bikes coming through, and enough people were going through. He just started siphoning gas out of one of his trucks, <laughs> and had fucking just milk jugs of gas, and he had a little sign, gas. Ten bucks a gallon. Perfect. We were paying it because what the fuck else are you gonna do? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like hell yeah. It's like little does this guy know we would have paid forty dollars. Yeah, I would have paid more for sure. (coughs) There isn't a gas station for fifty. So you know, I said it's all fresh highway from La Paz up. Yeah. There's one spot where it's not. Right. There's a spot where the one, you know, you're on the east side of the Baja, and then it cuts across to the west side. And then it goes up a little ways and cuts back to the east side. Right there, for some reason, they just quit paving the road. <laughs> and it's not like the, the, the highway's missing. It's just like a section of fucked up potholes. Huh. And then there's an old burnout gas station, and we bought gas from you know some dude in the truck who had a big, yeah. you know, he was set up for it. But at this gas station, and somebody had even told me about this, and I'd forgotten the guy told me, at this exact spot, hey, go look in the, at the burn-up gas station. Just right. go look inside. Well, that was like a month or two before. It was actually when I was in L.A. Uh, I guess that was last December. And uh, so we're at this spot getting gas. It's hot as fuck. I go around the gas station, take a piss, and I look in the door. I'm like, what the fuck? Looks like somebody had been cut up with a chainsaw. And I... And I Leading around even further, and I was like, oh, I saw pictures of this. The guy told me to look in there, and there's like, just like, I mean, it looks like a lot of people went through a wood chipper. Oh, God. In this fucking, <laughs> I mean, it splatters all over the wall. Really? Like pieces of 
meat or what? something dried on the wall. Like, it's fucking the ground. Is it, it stink? No, I think it's beyond that. Like it's, it's just old. It's just old. It's like the residue of maybe why that gas station is no longer <laughs> functional. You know? the, like, it was the owner of the gas station? Yeah. And the family. Or his family yeah. or something. <laughs> and, the, and the family, it's that it much. It was fucking gnarly. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, look it's for It's still that there? Spot. Yeah, it's still there. There's no door on the door, you know? Ugh, creepy. The ball's pretty fucking... Dude, it's so beautiful down there. It's gorgeous, but it is like Wild West. It would, you know, it's the... It is, but it's not like mainland. It is so different from mainland. Yeah. It really it's, is. I mean, it's definitely, I feel safer in Baja. Like, oh, yeah. But yeah. it's still like, we went. I There's just know. nothing down there. It's desolate. No. It's a lot bigger than what it, you think it would be. Like when you look at the map, you're yeah. like, oh, what? It's like a few hundred yards from coast to coast. Like, that's what my envision was. <laughs> right, you know? like, right, right. Oh, I'll be able to see from one side to the other. Yeah, no. No. It's not that small. It's fucking big. But know, yeah, there's down. nothing. There's like a little town here and then. A little town there. And then those sand roads go from like pretty much hard packed to like. Squishy. <laughs> Super yeah. squishy. Like yeah. silt. Yeah. That shit's scary. But I want to go down there on a dirt bike so fucking bad now. <sighs> See, dirt bikes scare me. Oh, dude. I get hurt on yeah. dirt bikes. Yeah, I get too comfortable. I'm like, oh, pff, I got this. And it's like, like I said, I didn't grow up riding bikes. So yeah. I'm like, you know, being on a dirt bike is a lot different than. So different. On a, you know, a fucking long, stretched out chopper. On the pavement. On the pavement, yeah. yeah. And it's like, and my, I don't know if you can tell, but my bike doesn't do very well in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just by looking at it. But uh, getting on a, on a dirt bike, you know, it's got knobby fucking tires. And like sometimes it like, and it like links up and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I got this. And then you just go to tear into it. And I, you know, I get way too confident and wind up. Either, you know, I, usually high side, you know, yeah. going around a corner or something or something, you know, just, and just and get they tossed. just go so fast. They're light, yeah. dude. It's like a bicycle. I get way too confident. It was amazing seeing Todd ride his chopper in the dirt. He's he good at it. He fucking is so good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's really good. But that thing's so fucking squat. I know. It's like, it's the, the whole stance, it's you know, like, visibility. Yeah. But it made me rethink my chopper. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe I want it to be a little bit. See, that's what I'm putting my shovel head back together, and I'm, I'm doing it a little yeah. more like that. for the track he's putting in out there? Yeah, Big totally, circle. totally. Yeah, I got 18-18 I got 18, 18 front oh, and rear. Oh, shit. I got knobbies, like super narrow knobbies on there. I'm ready to go. Oh, it's going to awesome. be my... Uh, is it a nose cone or is it a generator? It's a... No, nose. Oh. It's a cone. But... uh. It's a 76. It was my buddy's who died, and his family gave me his bike, and I was just like, all right, I'll, you know, so it's like one of those bikes you'll have forever. It's not going nowhere. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. So I'm just like, I want to make this thing into something I'll rip around the desert, you know. So yeah. It's going to be my, my desert ripping bike. Dude, it's so, I mean, where you guys are at over there is, it's amazing, honestly, that there's not more people there. That's it's what right, I think. Yeah. It's so close to where there is so many fucking people. It's two hours away from LA. It is like, like honestly, you know, the first time I went to Joshua Tree, I think it was actually on the way to see you for the first time. Yeah. It was my first time in Joshua Tree. Oh, really? Yeah. And did I just you, assumed. Did you ride out there? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I rode. I guess I went to Joshua Tree on the way back after meeting you guys. Because I came up from Mexico to see you guys. Oh, okay. Because I just remember running, like, I just saw you in my garage. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. you guys came by. I was all drunk. And fucking... Yeah, you, you went to the bar. Me and Todd hung out for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to Joshua Tree. But that being said, fucking, when did that stupid U2 album come out? Like back in the 90s? Yeah. I literally assumed that, like, <laughs> that that was, you know, that he was talking about the old Joshua Tree. And then, like, by the time I made it there, I yeah, assumed like, oh, that there's going to be nobody, like, still nobody out here. There's yeah. Still nobody <laughs> yeah. out there. It's, it's, it's getting and more it's popular. It's so fucking beautiful, dude. It's gorgeous. And it's fucking, it's a high desert, too. So it doesn't get as hot as, no. like, Palm Springs. Palm Springs is like in the summer can be like twenty degrees hotter. Maybe people just assume that Joshua Tree's the same way. No, it's fucking way higher, and it's. I mean, it's, it still gets fucking hot in the summer, but um, I mean, it fucking snows there. But it's a dry heat too. It's not yeah, like humid it's dry, heat. It's here. still fucking hot. <laughs> I love it when people say, "Oh, oh but it's a dry hey, heat, have man." Have you been down like, here in the middle of the summer? Yeah, fool. We shot all summer here, sweating my <laughs> dick off. It sucked. I'd walk from one end of a parking lot to the other and just be soaking wet. Yeah. I'm like, this is miserable. How do you guys work in this shit? Well, I don't know. I mean, Hollywood, California, I mean, that area's got to be great for movies where people aren't just like wearing wardrobes and sweating their fucking dick off (sighs) all the time. Because that's the only thing that happens here. You can't shoot. I mean, you guys shot outdoor shit here all summer, huh? We did, and I watched all the actors just lose a ton of water weight. Like, throughout the day, I'm like, dude, you've got to be soaking wet under all What's that. crazy is to think that, you know, you see these westerns and they're wearing all these fucking, like, suit, like, wearing lots of clothes all the time. So hot. Like, so I hot. guess they're, they were just more acclimated or, like, you just wear what's on. Like, I don't know, like, when you're on the road, I'm on the road, I wear more than what I would if I was just at home and yes. I could, like, leave a layer behind or, you know, you just, like, instead of changing the pack, like, I'm just... I'm wearing this jacket. You just you know, deal with like, it. It's yeah. going to get hot and sweaty. You just deal with it. Maybe that was the mentality back then. I was just like, ah. I guess, yeah. I mean. Because now in Texas, you know, in the middle of the summer, people don't wear clothes, you know? Like no. Shorts. I was t-shirt. wearing shorts, dude. I was wearing fucking jean short shorts. Jean short shorts? I'm out there. Do they even make those anymore? I made them full. I just cut them, you know? You cut them. But it's like, you can almost see pockets. Like, yeah. they're that fucking short. A real man pair Oh, shorts. hell yeah. I mean, I'm wearing like a tank top and short shorts and then oh, a cowboy yeah. hat. You know, I was, I was a hit in Dude, Fort Worth. You fit in. Yeah, they loved me. They're like, who the fuck is this clown? And How did they like, not catch hey, you for something? You yeah. know, with that fucking beard? Oh, man, your <laughs> cowboy hat? Your I just mustache? trimmed this thing, yeah. too. It was like... Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have done it. I can spit in a fucking spittoon and... <laughs> Ding. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, but they you... they cast one of our uh, one of our guys. Oh, they did. Yeah, one of our grips, one of our rigging grips. They, uh, this dude Russell Taylor was just one day we we're on set and he just rolls up to him. He was like, "We're shooting this guy next week." Didn't ask him anything. Just fucking. Because <laughs> we're shooting him. Is that a promotion though? That's not even. No, I was just that's like, not... and you know, he does. He uses a lot of the crew, like. Periodically throughout the shows. Really? Yeah, like in Yellowstone, like you, like I just started watching it. And I was like, oh, that's so and so, that's so and so, that's so and so. You can just pick out people, and they're not, you know, 
prominent roles. Yeah, they're you not know, getting but, lines. And... No, some of them are. Some of them, like this dude Russell, he had like fucking seven lines. And he never, you know, this is the first time working with this crew. He gets fucking, you know, he just looks the part. He was, uh, I think he started out being uh, outlaw number seven. <laughs> and then he moved his way all the way up, like within the week. He didn't, you know, not because he did anything, just because Taylor wanted to. He's like, now he's outlaw number one. He's got like seven lines and they we're going to shoot him. He actually got fucked up. They did a stunt, you know, where you... Oh, like he physically got fucked up? Yeah, he got up. fucked he didn't get up. Drunk and yeah. Job? No. no, no. He's, he's we was working today. But uh he they put him on the, you know, the pole line or whatever. And the pole line. Yeah, so when like you do like stunts and shit like, you know, like uh movies where somebody gets shot and they go flying back. Okay. So that's like a rig you wear. And you're on a wire and it like goes oh, and it back. It literally pulls you back. It, yeah, you literally have two or three guys on the other end of the line and it goes through a couple of pulleys, you know, and you yank it and they go, ah, and they go flying back. Um, but something happened. Is that, is that your department? No, no, no that's stunts. But he, he got yanked and he fucking rang his bell, knocked him out. Knocked him out cold. Knocked him out cold, yeah. He went to the hospital. He fucked himself up. Like, is that one of those deals where you're like, you're fired before you hit the ground? Like, dude, you're not even supposed to be here. You're supposed to be the key grip over there. So no, he, <laughs> you know, they took him to the hospital, took care of him. You know, when he was cleared, he came back to work and fucking, but, you know, I think it's just like a pay bump because like, you get paid more, you yeah. know. It's like, it's a totally different role. You know, you're not just a fucking swinging dick on a crew. You're in the show and you have lines so yeah you get paid more and shit like that and then it's like when you're done and it's just oh cool I was in the show and I got paid a little extra and then I went back to work so I don't know it's pretty cool though that is, have you it was a bummer that it, no I've not been in the show but it was a bummer he got knocked out there it really fucked him up <laughs> like he, I saw footage of it somebody was shooting it on their phone and he just like like hit the ground and locked up oh, like fuck. totally out like one of those like Oh, he's fucked up, <laughs> like one of those. But he's good. Yeah, we knew this was going to come as a shock to him, you know, not having experience, but man. Yeah. He just locked Whoop. up. Whoops. Yeah. Fucked him up. But he's good. So. Stunts, dude. I had a guy on the show earlier, I guess it was last year, and his name was Gary Davis. Okay. Dude, the guy's a fucking legend. Really? I had no idea. A well, stunt guy? Going into his shop, his shop's like, Four times the size of this one. Right. And up on the wall, like up above his stalls where he's got vintage race bikes and like, like Sick. Car, crazy car. Maybe, maybe no, it was all bikes. But up up there, he had bikes from movies and races he'd won. Oh, right. Like he was, uh, he did all the evil Knievel stunts. Yeah. He was the evil, he was the, so he, his, his claim to fame Every time Evil Knievel hit a world record jump, he would set up an event the next weekend and break Evil Knievel's world record. Oh, really? And not crash. He crashed two times <laughs> in his life. Not crash. He crashed two times in his life, acting like Evil Knievel for a movie. No way. Yeah. The dude's a fucking... And then, like, he's done... Like, he pretty much developed the whole stunt industry within Hollywood. Sick. Like, with bikes, he did all the fucking uh, Dukes of Hazard shit. Jumped the eighteen wheeler, got fucked up. Like they, they don't even do stunts anymore because of how bad he got fucked up back yeah, then. Yeah, stunt guys fucked themselves up. Yeah, this dude is, and 
And I had no idea. You know, this guy's like, hey, you need to come meet this dude, do a podcast. Right, right. And I sit down, he just starts telling me this shit. And I'm like, he was the guy that jumped the fat boy in Terminator. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, was this sick. dude is like, it was wild. I just watched that the other day recently. For real? Yeah, I hadn't seen it so long. And I was like, I got to watch that movie again. And then I remember watching that scene. I'm like, that's so nuts. Yeah, Gary that Davis, dude. That is fucking dude. crazy. Gary How far Davis. that bike drops. I don't remember it at all. Oh my God, it's so far. And then it fucking hits both wheels at the same time, which is amazing. Perfect. Yeah. And then fucking bounces. So I like, burn, just goes back up and he's just straight face. Like like a fucking boss, just nailing it. I was like, God Arnold damn. That though, dude's right? back must be fucked. Oh, Gary Davis, yeah. And he walks like it. Well, he I'm was, sure. You know, he was, uh, you could tell he wasn't like, he didn't look injured. Right. Just looked like, like a stiff, but he had like a lot of like a broken energy cowboy. for an old dude. Like yeah. the, the shit that he started telling me that he was a part. And then we're in his office in the back with like all these crazy Hollywood pictures yeah. that he's in and like these fucking plaques. Like Where was this? Here? In Austin, yeah. yeah. The guy just moved from California two years ago when he retired. Right. Yeah, pretty wild. Right. Gary fucking Davis. Yeah, there's a lot of cool history. Like some of these dudes, you know, it's like you're lifers. You you get in the industry and you just you find your niche or whatever, and you just go with it. And it's just well, like, dude, there's like, and it's they're good. fucking I paying mean, you. Yeah, that's to the, come out here from California. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's pretty. It's pretty good money. It's, it's like well, for what we do, it's like I didn't go to college. You know, it's yeah, like I didn't. I'm not. I mean, I'm not an idiot, but I'm not like. Traditionally educated. I didn't go to a fucking college. Yeah, you that's know. the better education these days. I, I think so too. But um, you know, it's like I'm in a union. I mean, like, and that's what I was asking when you moved out. To, like, why did you move to L.A.? Was it like, were you trying to get into the film business, or no. that just you just kind of stumbled just upon this? Fell into it. Sh- but, shit that's happening out there. Yeah, I just fell into it, and I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, enjoyed the the work. Enjoyed the. My favorite part about it was how much it changed. Like, the thing for me that sucked about a job was going to the same fucking job every goddamn oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like I have to go to the same day day. fucking building every fucking day, see the same fucking people and the same shitty customers or whatever, and just doing the same goddamn thing over and over. That I just wanted to put a gun in my mouth. And then doing, you know, being in the film industry, it's like you could be... I mean, like this, well, not this year, but, you know, last year I was working in L.A. on a commercial one day. I got a phone call from my guy I work with on this, and he's just like, dude, can you be in Texas in, uh, next week? And I was just like, uh, yeah. He's like, for eight, we're doing 1883. We're going to do the whole run. Plan to be there for five months. Okay. You know, and we've moved around Texas. Around. We went to Montana. We came back to Texas. Have Saturday, you always been stationed in Fort Worth, or have you lived? or? Mm-mm. We were in Fort Worth for like the first two months, and then we went to Montana for a month, and then we went to like Amarillo for a few weeks, and then we were in Guthrie for a couple weeks, and then we just got back to Fort Worth um, after Christmas. All right, so so we're back on it, but now I got more questions, dude. So I was envisioning like, you know, there's a fuck ton of people. Like my buddy said he saw like, 300 cars, and she was like, there's something going on in Silverado, dude. There's like yeah. a fuck ton of vehicles. Yeah, shitload of people. This is a big crew. Yeah. This is this and Yellowstone are like the biggest crews I've ever worked on. There's like fucking 600 people on this crew. 
fucking it's insane. massive. So how okay, so that's what I'm getting at. How do they feed these people? Like I started thinking, like, I wonder if like they got like fucking a big chuck wagon set up, you know, it's like a catering company feeding everybody like within you know, to keep them in the mindset of being back then, you know, is it like... Oh, it no. Totally well, all right, there's a number of things that are going on. There's a couple different units yeah. that shoot. So there's two different units, sometimes three. Um, so that's three different crews you have on three potentially different schedules. So you have to feed them at three different times. And so you have to have three different catering companies <laughs> doing it or three different, you know, maybe it could be the same company in just three different, you know, yeah. areas or well, whatever. You know, and I imagine in California they're set up for that. And I imagine in Texas that there's they're, companies that, that do this every once in a while. Do they fly? I mean, a lot of these guys, it's... it's Even the, so the cooks are coming out too? Well, a lot of these guys are from like uh, Louisiana or New Mexico because they have film industry there too. So yeah. it's like, you know, you... Whoever's available and whoever, you know, whatever producer, coordinator is putting it together, Makes worked it with these guys on another show. And know, you know what I mean? So like, there's relationships all over the fucking place. Yeah. So you get who's available and who you've worked with before. Oh, I know these guys are good. Let's get them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same way you crew up any job. And then, yeah, there's just shitload of people. And then there's crafty, which is craft service, which they just make food all fucking day. And that's like if you need a snack or something, you know, because you're on your feet for 12 fucking yeah, hours, like out, running around. You yeah, know, you're out. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, and our, do our they craft. they like giant fucking circus tents or what? I mean, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Catering does. Yeah, yeah. But it's like crafty. Our crafty dude is, uh, you've been watching Yellowstone. So, you know, Gator. Gator on the show. He, he's their cook the in, the in the show. The yeah, yeah. That's our crafty dude. Oh, is look Gator. at him. Fucking so, dual purpose. So he's our, he's our crafty guy. He's awesome. He fucking motherfucker can cook. A What's steak. funny is he doesn't, he looks like he's not supposed to be there on the show. Cause, like, yeah. Every cause, time he's like in there, they're talking to him and he's just like, hi. Uh, <laughs> but he's but awesome. He, ri- the, he rides motorcycles too. It fits the role perfect yeah. because he's, a he's like, I'm just supposed to be cooking. Why are yeah, you talking I'm, to I'm me? I'm not like supposed that? to be fitting in with these rich people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, he's great. He rides bikes, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Where is he from? I think he's from L.A., but either L.A. or Louisiana. He splits his time. Now he's just on the fucking road. He works wherever Taylor wants him, so he's just like, he's here, and then he goes up to Montana. He fucks off and rides his bike whenever he can. Sick. Yeah, he's chilling. I mean, do people get to the point, you know, where they're like, you know, maybe they're not the fucking actors or something, but like, where they're like, yeah, hauling their motorcycle, where they get some free time. They're yep. like, hey, I'm fucking, you know. Yeah, no, you bring your shit with you because it's like, I'm gonna be gone. I mean, on this run, it was a little different because we were bouncing around so much. But like, when I go back up to Yellowstone next for the next season, like, we're in, we're at, stationed out of Missoula. So it's like, we'll be there. Most of the time. So, yeah, I'm going to bring my wife, my dogs, both, both of our bikes, you yeah. know, we'll rent a fucking place. I'll be there for five months at least. So, yeah, you bring your shit, you know, it's like when you have a day off, you go ride, ride to work, whatever. The weather's nice. Sick. Montana's fucking great. Dude. Yeah, I'm actually excited to do it. Last year, last season of Yellowstone, I didn't bring a bike because I didn't know where we were going to be. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not sure what the deal is. I don't know. You know, I was like, I don't want to just show up with a bike. And then I was kicking myself because I was like, fuck, it's so gorgeous up here. 
so good, dude. Yeah, all I wanted to do was ride. But we then got, it's like all we do is work. Like, we work six and seven days a week. Well, so. when I was working out of town, I mean, I didn't like any off time. You know, they were like, all right, you got... No, because what, you, you what the fuck are you going to do? I'm like, yeah. You're like, cool, I'll get yeah, drunk. Yeah, let's hang out in a fucking trailer and drink beer for... You know, like, exactly. Let, I you came know. here to work. You can only do let's, that for so let's save long. That yeah. up and then I'll just go home for 24, yeah. you know, like whatever it is. So, yeah, I mean, you bring shit to entertain yourself, you know, you fucking yeah. people who hike, they go hike, you know, we hike our dogs and stuff like that. But it's like we ride too. So, it's like, have you ridden Beartooth Pass up there in Montana? No, I actually, I don't think I've ridden in Montana yet. Dude, Beartooth Pass is so fucking sick. Red Lodge is like this. You got to go. Where like, is it? It's fucking necessary. It's like southwestern Utah. Oh, really? Wait. Well, maybe it's like south central. It's like I Wait, came I think up. Not in Montana. What? And it's what not I, in Montana? What was I saying? You said Utah. No, Montana. Oh, Montana. Montana, yeah. So I came out of Sturgis, went west, and then went up through like the Bighorn Mountains, okay. just up into Montana, did... Uh, I guess I went through Wyoming. Yeah, it's it's like right there on the edge of Wyoming and Montana. I think. Okay, so like southern Montana. It's so you, wait, you hit like so fucking sick. Did you go through Billings and shit around there? Close no, there? dude. I, I think the biggest town I went to was fucking Red Lodge, and and it's like. I mean, there's not much in Montana, no, as far so, as like towns and shit. Yeah, so it's just. So it's south of Bill, southwest of Billings and southeast of Bozeman, like okay. above Yellowstone. Sick. I think somewhere in there, dude. It was so fucking I'm sure. sick. Dude. Yellowstone's insane. The fucking park. Yeah. It was closed when I went because of the snow. Like it started snowing already. I think this was like a month ago or so, like a month and a half ago when we were up there. Yeah. Emily and I, Emily came to visit, so we went and took a drive to go down. They were like, nah, you can only get this far into the park because they close all the fucking roads for winter because mm-hmm. it all gets socked in or whatever. So and then another road in Montana you got to ride is uh, Road to the Sun, Glacier National. Mm, I drove up there. You did drive up we there? We drove up there, yeah, last, last fucking year. Fucking beautiful, isn't it? It's fucking gorgeous. I ate shit walking <laughs> walk. we're, oh, we're up there. Stay off the dirt bike, dude. dude. Can't walk on the I know. Dirt like, I'm fucking. I'm like a walking calamity. Like I, we go up there with our dogs. And we're like hiking around and shit. And I'm just like, oh, this is cool. Like we don't want to do like the traditional paths and stuff, like the touristy shit. But of course, we're in the touristy area. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking. That's. Yeah. So it's like whitefish, you know. So it's like we're we're we go to walk around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right by the river and like these falls and shit. And I'm like, I'm going to go see if we can like walk the dogs down. If there's like a path or something. I pull off on the side. I pull my truck off and I run across the street. I see these signs everywhere. You know, be careful on the rocks. They're slippery. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, whatever, dude. I know what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> they're rocks. They're wet. Of course, yeah. they're, of course they're slippery. You know, these are for idiot you know, tourists who don't know. First fucking rock I step on. <laughs> Very first one. Just fucking feet right out from under me. I fall so fucking hard onto a bunch of sharp ass rocks. My oh, wrist Damn. goes right into one. Like, started bleeding everywhere. Hurt like hell. Fucking, like, down to like almost to the bone. I was like, God damn it. Like, 
I mean, if you hit yourself on a rock hard enough where the rock goes into you. Like, yeah, like a knife. Yeah, it fucking hurt. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what the fuck? I'm bleeding everywhere. I was like, you know, and then you're just mad at yourself because you have fucking slippery fucking rock signs, you know? I'm just all mad. You know? It's like, God fucking damn it. We're leaving. We're fucking leaving. Vacation's over. We're leaving. She's like, what's wrong? You know, but uh, no, but it's fucking gorgeous out there. I'd love to ride up there. Yeah, when we went this summer, the road was shut down because the snow hadn't melt, melted yet. So much snow. And the same thing with uh, Beartooth. Yeah. Like, I think it's only open for like two months of the whole year. Oh, really? Yeah. It's get cold as fuck. Dude, you ride on top of the world, dude, like way above the tree line, and then you're just like meandering on the top of the fucking planet. That's dude. sick. It's so fucking sick. My yeah. buddy Randall was telling me about it, and and the, the like the reaction he gave me when when I told him I hadn't been there, you know, yeah. it was like I just knew I had to go. Like he's like, "You've been to Sturgis and you haven't ridden Beartooth Pass." He's like, Pfft. "And it's not like it's, you know, it's not like the traditional tourist. There's plenty of shit to do in Sturgis and ride. Sure, Beartooth's hours away, right. but you know, he knows me and I." You you meander. I, yeah, I you meander cruise. a little bit. Yeah. Like, you haven't been to... Oh, all right, I guess that's that's where I'm going now, dude. Oh, yeah. And it was so fucking... And I was on the fucking Pan America. That was sick. And I took some, like... Okay, whenever I see a sign that says, like, devil or hell, it's like the name of a trail or a road, I'm like... Going down there. Yeah, going yeah. down there. Well, <laughs> there's a reason they named those fucking totally. and trails that, dude. Hell this yeah. fucking trail was so fucked up. And I just kept thinking, like... I mean, like, boulders and rocks and... It was a Jeep trail, I guess. Okay. But it was fucked, you know? And I'm like, you know, I, I'm not here by myself. Like, yeah. There's a cliff, like, you know. But I'm always like, this, he, this road's here for a reason. Yeah. Right? You know, like, this didn't, there's something at the end of this that I've got to see. Right, like, right. Dude, get to the end of it, and it's on the other side of this valley looking at Beartooth Pass oh, from sick. a distance. And you just see, I mean... You could see the road, but the eighteen wheelers are like yeah, fucking ants. ants. Yeah, and it, you just see these giant, like it doesn't even. When I rode it, it didn't even feel like the same road, right? Like that I saw. Well, that's the shit road. about fucking Montana. Is like you you do these, whatever. You can go up on a road, and it's just like a, it's literally like you're on the main highway, and it's not really a, it's it's just a two lane highway, and then it's just a dirt road, you know, that's slowly you know like oh, I guess we'll go left here. And then, you know, you spend an hour going on this road and then you turn around and you're just like, holy shit, it's just a Bob Ross painting, like, <laughs> fucking, you know? It's, it's, you're like, good God, you know? And you can see, like, the whole thing, like, Big Sky, Montana. It's real. It's fucking massive. You can see everything. And it's so clear. There's no fucking pollution. You know, you can see from one end of the horizon and then just a shit ton of mountains. Yeah. To the other, and it's like it just keeps going. It's fucking dude. Insane. Until you see views like that, you don't. You just underestimate the effect they can just have on you. It's by just yeah. taking in just how fucking it's small jaw dropping. You are, yeah, dude. It's, you know, like yeah. You know, one thing I've I've started to realize, and I don't know if it's because Todd put it in my fucking head, like about the Southwest and like being able to see yep. openness. You know, I like mountain roads, but now I like feel claustrophobic when there's a lot of trees and you can't see. Yeah. Well, you see, know? that's that's like the thing for me, like being down here in Texas for so long. Like, like I, I've always lived around mountains. 
you know, except for growing up. I grew up in Virginia. Like, there's the Blue Ridge Mountains, you know. Those, those are fucking mountains. Yeah, but, you're but in like them. you can't like. Yeah, they're not. No they're not mountains like the West. No. They're not. You know, those are like kind of rolling hills, you know. But it's like, um, I you know, ever since I was you know in my late teens, early twenties, I've lived around big ass fucking mountains. I lived in Utah for a while, and then living in California, they're everywhere, you know. And yeah. it's like where we live, you know, I fucking love mountains. I come down here, and I'm like. First of all, I'm like, where the fuck am I? You know, because there's no landmarks. You can't tell where the fuck you are because there's no mountains. I'm like, I don't know which way is west. You got and the then, sun. You know, the sun's like, the only thing you well, can The sun on. is the only thing, but you if you're like... You don't look at it. I'm like, fuck, I, I don't know. Which way is it going? I got to wait, you know? I'm like, is it going that way or that way? You know, so in California or in Utah, you know, where... Or, Colorado, always giant land Montana, yeah, they're always massive. These just huge monumental like mountains where you're like, okay, well, there's that mountain. So I know you just kind of there's the ocean. It's easier you know? to keep to keep your bearings, and yeah. then I come to somewhere like this, and I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I have no <laughs> fucking clue where we are. I can't see anything. What was hilarious is that day you called me up. You were like, Hey, you live in Texas, right? I'm like, Yeah. Maybe it was a, te- yeah, I can't remember, but you're like, we at some place in Weatherford called Mary's, and I was like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude. That's like, right down the street. Like, you were literally at my fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> I had no, I knew that, I can't remember, I knew you lived, at, I think fucking Emily told me, my wife, she yeah. was just like, I was like, we're shooting in Weatherford. She's like, she's like, Dan lives in Weatherford. And I was like, Dan who? <laughs> she goes, Danger Dan. And I was like, oh, really? Because I knew you lived in Texas, but that's a big fucking state, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know Texas at all. So I was just like, oh, no shit. So that's when I hit you up. I was like, dude, I'm in Weather- we're in Weatherford shooting. You're like, no shit, where? I was like, I don't I'm at some place called Mary's. You're like, dude, that's Mary's right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh you're like, it's right fucking there. I was like, no shit. And yeah, like the other day when I came by, you're like, swing by. It's literally two miles. Yeah. Is where we are. Right down the street. Uh-huh. It's a trip, man. Small world. Fucking showcasing my area on the big screen. Just, just telling people about it. No. So yeah. back to, so I was saying a minute ago, <laughs> looking at the big, big horn, pa- or uh, bear tooth pass. Bob Ross painting. Devil's, devil's backbone, whatever it was. It was, fuck, you know, that was a great description of that road. Yeah. But roads, like, you know, I know that roads are there for a reason. It's going to, like, there's oh, something fair, at yeah. the end of the road. Well, that reminded me of the fucking, the show you and Todd did about the fucking roads. And I, like, that is such a great idea. Like, you know, the cooler roads that you could, like, Beartooth Pass, that wasn't, they didn't go through the trouble of cutting that road in. For no fucking reason. For no reason. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't so that we could see the Bob Ross painting. Like, right. they didn't go through that trouble. So, oh, so we want Snake to be able to, like, see the beauty of this there place. There it is, yeah. You know, like there was a another intention, you know, right. for the devil's backbone. For, you know, the devil's backbone may have been like, well, let's try and go, let's let's try and make a road up here. And then they're like, oh, that's just, that's a fucked up way to Guys, do it. Guys, this is a terrible idea. But, Turn but, around. Yeah, yeah, but we found this place. So <laughs> totally. people kept going up there. They just didn't, it wasn't important enough to improve right. that road. Right. But Bear Tooth Pass, on the other hand, there was like, you know, I don't know the reason, but. I thought that was a beautiful idea that you guys had to, you know, I figure it, out where the roads, yeah. why the roads are there. I thought it was a fucking sound, solid idea. 
and relying on choppers for the camera. Yeah, we were like, yeah, this is it. Like, you know, we we'll, we'll figure it out. And God, we almost had it sold. And then it just didn't really happen. It didn't have enough momentum. And it was just like, eh, whatever. Like, honestly, I'm glad. Like, It would have taken the piss out of it, huh? It would have fucking ruined bikes for me. It would have ruined trips for me. Because that's one of my favorite fucking things to do ever. And I haven't been able to do it in a number of years. Um, because all I've been doing is fucking working. But um, it's to get on my bike, either with a buddy or just by myself, and just go. And go for a couple weeks, sleep in the fucking dirt. You meet random ass people at gas stations, restaurants, bars, towns. Mm -hmm. You know, you do it all the fucking time. It's the best fucking thing ever. And shooting, I hadn't shot, like, you know, other than like my phone or like a GoPro. Yeah. You know, just hadn't actually shot anything in forever. And then when I did, Todd's podcast like he, he likes to do a video with it mm -hmm. so it was me and Justin Chatwin and Todd and we went on like a weekend trip I forgot how much of a pain in the ass it was <laughs> to fucking to set up shots yeah. and do this oh we got to do that again oh we got to do that again and it's like god damn man, we got to turn around and go back and then turn around again and I'm come back. my you know. chopper made it here once. Totally. I don't know how much longer I can keep here. doing this. Yeah. You know, it's pretty hot. You know, oh. I'm getting bored. I need a beer, you know. But uh, it, it's, it's a lot more work that goes into it to turn it into something tangible or, you know, something you can edit down into a, a, a linear form. presentable form to show someone and be like, you know, in, you know, other than just random fucking riding shots, which anybody can just throw together and it never looks right. You know, you have to actually string well, something. Well, just kind of like you're just wondering the whole time. Yeah, like what Like is, the magic you were talking this? about, like the continuity. Like, yeah. There's just like... It takes a long time to... And I didn't even fully understand all that until, you know, the really the last couple of years. But when I started the podcast, yeah, you know... The podcast I were familiar with did the camera thing. Right. You know, like there was a video. But I always listened. I just listened to them. Right. Like I always listen to podcasts when I'm doing other things. Sure. You know, it's not like I'm going to go sit down and stare at a screen. No. To, you know. No. So, and I also knew that like I wasn't, I was capable, but I knew how much work was involved in video. The only reason I'm able, that we're able to sit here and do this right now after yeah. I've been doing it for five years is because there's only microphones. Right. Like, literally... Editing footage is a serious pain in the ass. Well, and then, like, I guess what I've learned... It's time-consuming. Like, and also telling the story. You know, like, I've been do, getting a lot more... I have tons of GoPro footage. Yeah. But I don't have, like, a... I go to edit it, and I'm like, well, what am I trying to show here? You have to have am the story. Sh showing off what I got to go do? Yeah. Or, like, you know, what, what the bikes are... Like, you know. Yeah. So I did a couple of videos this year with these guys in uh, Wyoming. Super nice guys. You know, they made it as, not Wyoming, in Idaho. Uh -huh. And then we did a video on the Pan Am. And it was just like, you know, they made it as easy as it could have been. But there was two guys. Like, there was two dudes, and that's what they were doing. Right. You know, like, the whole fucking time. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Like, Because I guess I'd gotten to the point where, like, maybe that's the next step. I need to start doing more video. And it's it was just, I did enough this year where I'm like. Maybe not. <laughs> only if there's other people, only if I, I can afford to have a bunch of people around. That's the thing. If you had a couple of, like, crew, yeah. if you could afford crew to yeah. do it, and you could, you know, okay, go up there, 
set up shot, you know, whatever. So the mint, we just filmed the mint, right? They came down and they, you know, bless his heart, he kept asking me what kind of video we were trying to shoot. Because I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, we're going to race the mint. There's going to be some epic shit that happens. Right. I would love to have it on video, you know, like you guys can put it on your YouTube channel. I just would like to capture it. Right. So before the event, he's like, so what kind of, you know, he starts asking these questions. And I, and I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but he's trying to develop a storyline. Yes. To like what he needs to get, when he needs to be shooting, so that he can, well, I don't give him anything he needs. Oh, God. So they just have to film the whole fucking <laughs> See, time. See, that's you know? the whole thing. And I was like, so then I realized afterwards, I'm like, okay, if I would have like, Given like they didn't need to shoot the whole time, yeah. but since they didn't know what they were doing, they, they, they had the to shoot thing. the whole time, yeah. you know. And they ended up, they ended up killing it. But yeah, there's just a lot more. You that's the whole to present a story. That's the whole thing with like you know shooting is you need the story first, and then to see what you're gonna capture, and then you shoot around that. You're yeah. like, okay, well, if this is the story, here's the beginning, the middle, and the end. Let's do that story arc. If you don't have a fucking story. You do what they do. You shoot everything, and then you're trying to make a... The problem with that is you can do it, but you're trying to make a story after the fact, and then it's like, well, I don't know. First, you have to decide what you're going to do. Then you have to decide if you have that right amount of footage. Yeah, do you have that? Like, and then you have that to... happen, but do you have all the pieces on film to put that and, story And together? then you've shot everything, so you have to go through all of it. So you have to sit there and scrub through fucking hours and hours and hours of footage and, you know, make little, you know, markers. Like, okay, this one was good for that, this one's good for that. And then you, so you organize them in a you know, way, and then you fucking go back and you start over again. And it is brutally like painstakingly slow, tedious yeah. process. And it's like, unless you love doing that, like, like that is your fucking passion, uh-huh. it is a nightmare. It is a fucking it's a nightmare. nightmare to me. I can't do I can every do it. Every time I've called Todd this year, he's like, I'm editing. Yeah. Fucking almost. Todd, Todd spends time. his life editing, and it's just like, I mean, but the, the, he rides. Well, he's killing it too. I mean, he's, all he what does. he's putting out is great. It's shit. great. It's fucking great. Like when he started doing, like honestly, like when we were doing our show, you know, our show idea, Todd was doing all the work. Yeah. You know, he was doing all the, you know, this and well, that. Dude, you blah, had to maintain and I was your, just, your chopper. I'm just, yeah. you got, I mean, that's a full time <laughs> job. I had to fix dude. my fucking shitty bike. Yeah. No, I was essentially just the fucking clown in the room. Like, hey, you know, the ding dong. What you I know. loved about that video was, I mean, all the stuff that you two have gotten together is like the sound effects he catches too. You know, like, did you guys have microphones in your fucking helmets or like, I, I don't even know how he got a lot of that stuff. When? Like on the podcast or the? No, no, like uh, specifically just some of the videos I've seen. Like, oh, from when, when we tried like to do, do our it, show? Not, well, not the show. Maybe it was from the show. Yeah. Just like a lot of the footage. Yeah, we had microphones and shit. The whole time. When yeah, you, but we'd have to Because it seemed like I remember you like talking while you're on your chopper doing a burnout in the sand, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, we we would have we had these little mics when we cuz we did like a couple test runs like that trip to Utah. We had, you know, we shot that and and uh, we had microphones and the little packs or whatever you stick in your belt or in your yeah, pocket yeah, yeah. or whatever, but we'd miss a lot because you got to turn it on. <laughs> it's not just on all the time. It's got batteries and they fucking wear out. Then they stop working. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, you get off your bike and you forget about it. You're having a beer or whatever. You know, you're just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you know, like, in, oh, the, in the most like, oh. emotional, like the most energetic, emotional things that you want to catch 
when those are happening, that's the fucking last thing you're thinking about. Exactly. Like, oh, clip that on before I yeah. get all excited. Hold on a something. second. Yeah. yeah, hold that real yeah. quick. I need to turn this on and let me get this camera out. Yeah, so it's not really, I don't know, it kind of takes away the coolness of the whole, like the idea was cool and, you know, it would have been rad if we could have shot it in a way that kind of showcased, you know, like the difficulties of riding a motorcycle yeah. like the, these old shoppers like long distances like yeah it's most people don't know that and it's like oh these things fucking break down constantly. Well, most people do know that that's why they don't do it <laughs> Maybe they most do. people know that Maybe that's exactly do. what happens yeah. but even i and mean then, but the the beautiful part is is how you get past those things yeah you fix it by meeting people having parts you know oh fuck i got a barn you know three miles down the road and i got all these parts you know you know random people and it's yeah. just like that's the cool aspect shit you want to capture and you can't write that no and you can't write that shit so it's just like we would, you know, that was our idea was just to get that stuff. But then you have to, to do that, you have to have a fucking crew with you. And then that, I feel like, would kind of take away the coolness and the genuineness. Yeah. What's the it. funding, the crew, you know, like, you know, even if there was a crew that was willing to not get paid as long as they were able to eat and keep going. Yeah, you, you got to pay like, for that shit. You got to pay for hotels, yeah, gas, like just food. Just to keep all that going is yeah. like, but I mean, we we almost had a fucking, we almost had a what was it? NBC, almost bought it. I mean, people would watch that shit. I feel like they would, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like people would eat that shit up, especially like pandemic shit. Like you know, oh my god, people are now more than ever so have been much, sitting dude. at home because they're yeah. scared. What I really enjoyed about the, what you guys were doing is, was just like I like learning stuff. Yeah. You know, like you know the the episode about. The road being there for the coal mine. You know, right. like that, I just, you know, that's fucking it's, cool. It's cool shit, man. It's fun. And it's like, yeah, of course, like that was like the legitimate pitch. So that was like a produced yeah. uh, piece, like a teaser or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and obviously it has to be produced. It can't, you know, be totally off the cuff, random. Otherwise it's going to be shit. Well, it could be. But it would, there would be so much back-end work. It's, the posts would be so long. It would, yeah, it wouldn't be worth everything. it. Like, you, yeah. it wouldn't be cost-effective. So yeah. it's like, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go on a trip. We're going to shoot fucking everything. And then we'll, you know, carve out a story. And it's just like, oh, God. You know, that's yeah. mountains of footage that no studio yeah. is going to... Anybody that was there doesn't want to watch it all again. No. Anybody that wasn't there would have to watch every single fucking yeah. thing. And you'd have to pay somebody yeah. to sit in a fucking room. That's what editors do. They sit oh, in a room and they have these God. giant screens in front of them. Yeah. And they fucking usually have headphones on or they crank the volume super loud so they can hear every little bit. Mm -hmm. And they just go through footage and just stare at screens and fucking organize files, you yeah. know? And it's just like, man, you're not going to pay somebody to do... Like, nobody would do that. So... You know, you, obviously you have to produce it to uh, an extent. So, you know, that a lot of that stuff was set up, you know, like we're going to go here, we're going to meet with these people, and we're going to talk about this. You know, and it was like, I didn't want to, like the guys, the gold miner dudes, mm -hmm. like they actually met us at the bar that we were at. And they were like, okay, cool, we're going to go over here. And, you know, they wanted to meet us. And I was like, I don't want to meet them. Yeah, not ahead of time. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to meet them yet. I was like, I don't want to meet him. I don't want to. Go. I don't want to have a rapport with him because I don't know these fucking dudes, yeah. and I don't want to get into a conversation. And you know, I would. I wanted it to be as authentic as possible. You know, mm -hmm. where it's like, no, I'll meet him when we get there. 
on camera or whatever, and that can be what it is. Yeah. And I thought that would, you know, be a little more genuine, but it, it was still, you know, you'd, it still has to be. So I, I recently did a podcast with some fucking brilliant minds, right? I went to Dayton, and my uh-huh. buddy Gary took me over to the Cycle Electric Factory. Sick. And I got to meet, oh, God, now I'm going to forget their names. Nick Farringer is the son, and Carl Farringer. Carl Farringer started Cycle Electric. Right. Anyways, <clears throat> I guess I was kind of like, uh, I don't know, just not aware of everything that goes into making that generator, or this stator. You know, yeah. like I just hadn't, hadn't thought about that. Right. And Gary brings me over and throws me right into this. I meet Carl. He's at his desk. Mountains of papers. He's fucking busy working. This is the middle of the work day, right? Yeah. Carl's like, hey, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll do a podcast. You know, go take a tour of the factory. Right. His son Nick takes me around and shows me the whole fucking place, how they do the windings. I mean, how it goes from a solid piece of cylindrical metal. Yep. And they machine everything. Like, they build everything. Yeah. You know, right there. And I was just like, mind blown. There's a lot that goes into those things. And, uh... You know, I was saying I like to do my podcast meeting somebody for the first time. Sure. Well, even then, like normally there's like I get to have a little bit of a conversation with them. You know, I get to figure out how we're going to communicate, like how this person communicates so that I can, you know, take that ahead before we get the microphones on. So I do this tour with Nick, and I get to talk with him for a little bit. But I was there to talk to his dad, Carl, you know, the founder. The founder, yeah. Anyways, I see all this shit, and I'm just like, I, you guys are wizards. I don't even know how to talk to wizards. <laughs> and then we're just sitting there. We fucking, I get the microphone set up. Carl comes in and sits down. And that's how I get to like start. And yeah. it fucked me up. Like it was like the most challenging He's thing. He's like, all right, like, let's go. Because I could tell he had other shit he needed to do, wanted to do, you know, like, uh, you know, like I was trying to capture something and learn some things yeah. to share with everybody. Right. Uh, but dude, it just it caught me. I was just like, damn, this is difficult. You know, yeah. like there's little things that you know, like I said, the well, if the more this not, goes on, the more I'm aware of like how conversations work right. and communicating with people. Like, you know, I value setting up the time and space to do this yeah. so much more. Yeah. Throwing in a fucking camera, I'm like, I don't even know. Like I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's one more one more aspect that you have to think about. You know, it's, it's, you know, we kind of like, and the one thing I try and do is like, you know, I like to do it at people's places where they're yeah. comfortable. Well, fuck, I got to be comfortable too. You know, <laughs> like, like I, I forget about that sometimes, yeah. you know, because it's not about me, you know, but for me to, you know, conduct this thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, <laughs> the key grip's got to be the job, dude. Just fucking hanging things, letting them do all the screen work. The key no a key buying, grip is buying fucking, choppers. Oh, that's not what you do now. No, key grip is the head of the department. So oh. you're the, I'm I'm a grip. Okay. I'm a rigging grip. I'm actually the I'm a rigging. I'm the gang boss, rigging grip. Gang boss. Yeah. Rigging grip. So I'm like there's the key grip and the best boy grip and then there's me. So the key grip goes around he's like you know in the rigging world we do all the rigging all the big dumb shit that hangs that nobody mm-hmm. the sees big kites. yeah all the big stupid stuff um that you you know the behind the cameras um oh see so what you're hanging is behind the cameras yeah or above or, anything that hangs in the air we deal with rigging gotcha. so we do all the rigging um so 
if it doesn't ha- if it doesn't hang a person, we hang it. If it hangs a person, <laughs> stunts do it. I don't, I don't mean like if if a person is hanging from it, yeah, stunts yeah. do it. If it's gear or anything else, we deal with it. There hadn't been any hangings in your shows. No, I don't. Uh, there actually was. Was there? Where's the hanging in the show? On uh, 1883, I don't know if they showed it, but there was a hanging. It's coming. Some no, it 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 oh, it, it already happened. Yeah, cut. it was a thief, I think, a pickpocket. He got fucking. Hung. Oh no, he just got beaten. The st- oh, he did get. I think hung. they they drug his ass over to hang him. They yeah, did. Yeah, because I remember fucking wild streets of Panther City, dude. Right, fuck him up. It's crazy. Like years ago, uh, one of my buddies opened up a place called like a couple of things showed up called Panther City, right? Uh-huh. Well, at the same time. Just west of Panther City, Fort Worth, we had some like run-ins with mountain lions. Oh, okay. And I just assumed that there was like some kind of connection there, like immediate. Right. Like, oh, they're noticing that there's panthers. panthers. I mean, the first one I saw, dude, it was in Alito, you know, 30 miles, not 30 miles, 15 miles, no, maybe 10 miles as the crow flies towards Fort Worth. Okay. Neighbor calls us up, hey, the fucking, our dog just... Found a big old cat in the tree. We go down there, and it's like a fucking black cub. Oh, Not really? Like, a fu- like the mountain lions that I've seen people that have killed around here lately or that I've seen have been like, you know, tan, brown color. Yes. This was a fucking black cub oh, really? tree. Oh, really? You know, not, you know, so a panther, yeah. as far as I'm fucking concerned. Yeah. But that happened along the same time that, you know... And then it wasn't until a couple years later that I realized that that's the old nickname of Fort Worth. And then seeing it called that in the show, I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. See, I didn't know that. I didn't catch on to that. Yeah, it's just an old nickname because there's fucking panthers down here. Emily's grandfather had, I can't remember if he made moonshine or if it was just, I think he made moonshine. It was called Pure Old Panther Piss. No shit. Yeah. And, they and he's have, from around here, right? Yeah. Her whole family, you know, uh, like Fort Worth. Like, but uh, we have a, we have a, like, they had like a logo and everything. It was like a panther kind of strung out taking a leak, like That's just peeing. And it's like awesome. we, in our, in our bathroom, in one of our, you know, our bathroom, we have a, right above the toilets, it's pure old panther piss framed. Just right there. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty cool. But I'll see if I can get you. You got some? Print, of it? A print you can. Oh, no. God, no. I mean, <laughs> I don't think you her some grandfather pants. has been around for a while. That'd be cool, though. Yeah, it would be. It'd be pretty gnarly. How do we get back to the movie? We, we just went back again. We did. Oh, because you said something about key grip. Oh, that's right. And then I was yeah, like, we were talking yeah. about fucking filming, yeah. microphones. Microphones and filming. Choppers. It all, you know. It all links together, but it's like, I don't know. Shooting, shooting and writing is more of a pain in the ass. Writing's worth it. Well, you know, one of the best things about writing is you don't have to do anything. Specifically, that I enjoy is going places I've never been before. Yeah, and well, and experiencing, experiencing, you know, you experience, you know, coming over a mountain pass for the first time and seeing the Bob Ross man. You know, like holy shit. You know, you stop for a minute, or you knew that it was going to be there, and you were setting up the cameras to capture your reaction because there's something over. It takes away the coolness. You know, you're like, this isn't why I do this. Yeah, this isn't why I fucking do this. I'm not enjoying this. But 
like I said, to put a tan like something yeah. together to show someone Part to of. be like, this is how awesome it is, you know, or this is what I experience, uh -huh. you know, and that was kind of our, our idea was to take what we love to do and, and share it and yeah, share it with people and be like, this is, you know, how we have fun. We go on these trips and we do these things. We break down. We overcome, you know, these problems by figuring it out. I mean, it's problem solving, this and that, blah, 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 meeting random people. But it is, a, it's a pain in the ass and a lot of work. And, you know, if I was going to fund it myself, I wouldn't. <laughs> so if you could fund it yourself, you would just do it. I would, you just do, that, yeah. We just do it. Yeah, we just go on trip. And I, like I said, I haven't been able to do it in a couple of years. So once... It warms up. I'm going home Saturday. Once it warms up, I'm fucking out of here. I mean, it can't be that much colder over there, huh? It's cold. I mean, well, you're in the it's, high desert. it snows where I live. That's you know? right. But I, there's that, that when I, Todd actually shot me my bike for dice years ago. But uh, there was like two feet of snow on the ground. Two feet of snow up there? Yeah, well, in some parts, but it was like it snowed like yeah, a foot, eighteen inches. It was Damn. fucking, and there's shots of me in the dice, fucking ripping my bike around in the snow, just ripping roosters, just. Wow. That's awesome. It was like ten degrees. It was like we we rode around for like two hours. See, like I rode my dirt bike in the mountains last weekend. It was freezing. In the fucking snow. It was so cold. It, I, I was having so much fun. I didn't care. I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you can warm up later. Dude. Yeah, I had a blast. We warm had so up much later. Fun. I got to piss. You gotta piss. go piss, dude. Yeah, just unclip that thing. Oh, God. There it is. All right. Can I just pee behind me? You can, dude, just don't let the wind blow back on you. Dude, it's hard to talk, think. When you got a piss real bad. You got a piss super bad? You got like, he's gonna end this soon. Oh, I was like, I had Dude, to pee. Do it. <laughs> Surely he's gonna stop talking. I just had to piss. All right, so if people wanna look at your chopper, snake dumpster on the gram. Snake dumpster, yeah. I got a question. So, like, my chopper, it's been modified over the years because uh -huh. things break, right? Yep. If there's things that just break. With your tall ass sissy bar, what have you done to like structurally 
improve all that weight moving around up there? Like, you got like a, do you got a, what do they call that? The Midwest swoop going down to your frame? Or? Is that what that's called? I think so, yeah. The one that, for the sissy bar down that to the. goes to the frame? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know. Midwest called. swoop? Yeah. I just, I did it because it was when I was building the system. So you bar. do have one, you have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It swoops down and connects to the frame. And those are the only two holes I think I drilled into the frame on either side. There's four holes, so two on each side to okay. hold that in. So you didn't weld nothing to it? Just, no, okay. no. Um, are there bungs there or you just use, you just tapped it? I, I just welded in. I just uh, drilled into the frame and tapped it because yeah. I just took a piece of pipe you know, bigger than the frame, cut it in half. And it, so know. like a sleeve that rolls yeah, over Yeah, a sleeve that like fits right over it, drilled those in, and then welded the, you know, the rest of the sissy bar to it. But uh, I have that on either side, and then in the back, I did kind of like a, like it comes off of this, the back of the sissy bar and then goes back down. Oh, so like a girder type? So, yeah, it's like a girder that kind of gives it more structure. Rigidity. But um, it, it kept breaking in one spot on the left side, the, the sprocket side. Not on the pipe side. Not on the pipe side. It kept breaking on the sprocket side right above the mount. I, couldn't, I still can't really figure out why it kept breaking there. Yeah, that's where all mine break, the yeah. sissy bars, right as they come off the frame. But it didn't break anywhere else. Or that or right by the fender. Yeah. It just kept breaking right there, like, and I fixed it a number of times, and then I got sick of fucking doing it, so I just took another piece of steel and, like, sandwiched it on there and welded it in and just made it fucking thicker. You know what I did one time was I got C-channel. Oh, okay. And used that and welded it on like both sides, because yeah. it was, I mean, C-channel doesn't fucking, if that bends, no. then you're hurt. Yeah, but it, ever since then, it hasn't broke. It doesn't, you know, if you look at it, you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not winning any awards for yeah. being pretty, you know. But it's like it ain't gonna break again. Yeah. So it's like whatever. It's what functional. are the exhaust pipes? Are they like? Uh, I made them. I mean, is it exhaust pipe or is it yeah. like a fucking fence post or what? No, it's exhaust pipe. It I is? mean, it, does this just pour out? Uh, you gotta unscrew it a little bit first. Okay. Does it? All right, there we go. Um, Maybe. Oh, there you go. They're uh, exhaust pipes, yeah. They're, you know, you can get the fucking kits and shit that... Um, but, I mean, that's a lot of straight exhaust pipes. Yeah, it's... I mean, well, I mean, you can go to the fucking... Yeah. ...steel manufacturer or wherever, you know, your steel, local steel spot is and get the same wall tubing, mm -hmm. and that's what I got. That's it. Yeah, so... And then I took... <laughs> to make the exhaust, I actually I ordered from V Twin when I was building the bike. I was like, I'm just fucking getting new exhaust. I don't care. Yeah. And I got, I wanted you know duels, and I ordered the true duels on accident. So like the crossover, the one on each side, oh, like the yeah. old man, <laughs> like the fucking old man pipes. Yeah. You know, one on either side. It's got the Y or the X pipe behind the rear head. It was yeah. I was just like, oh fuck. And you know, it like comes out and then goes up and under and like around. And I was like, oh man. I was like, I don't want that. I was like, I didn't want to order any, so I just started cutting them up and just made, made it work and bend, you know, cut mm -hmm. the bends up and welded them back together in a way that I wanted. And, and the uh, and what kind of frame is it? That's the pan. It's a pan frame, but somebody molded it and raked it long before I got it. Okay. So it's I'm pretty sure it's the original frame. It could, it might not be, but it's got the, you know, like, 
some of the, like the old frames have like hallmarks on like tabs and shit. Yeah. You know, it's got all those. So I don't know what exact frame it is or, you know, I'm not a fucking historian. So I'm like, whatever, it's, it's a straight leg frame. Okay. It's a straight leg though. Yeah. yeah, it's a straight leg. Yeah, fuck, if I didn't know how much my frame was worth when I first got it, I probably would have just sold the motherfucker. Yeah. It was in fucking, such good shape when I first got it. They're so expensive, too. And it's Dude. Like, take, talking about Emily's bike, because it's in a Denver's frame, and it's, like, fucking long and raked out, and, you know... I'm like, you're not going to enjoy riding that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and she was just like, whatever, I'll just keep that frame. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, I was like, she'll figure it out, you know. But, you know, she's talking to, like, Cody Kemet and uh, Becky, and uh, they're just like, dude, you don't want to ride that. Yeah. They're like, ride Snake's bike and tell me if you want (laughs) to fucking ride that. And just so they kind of convinced her, and she was like, "Babe, I think I think we." It's I funny how her. they got to hear it from somebody else, right? It's yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Is I don't push anything onto her because I know I don't want to be that guy yeah. who's like, "Well, my husband said," you know. Yeah. I'm just like, she'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, if she asks me, I'll tell her my opinion. But it's like, I'm like, you'll figure it out. I mean, you know, it's whatever a you want. Chopper. It's you're a chopper. Like... You know, you'll you'll sort it out one way or the other. And but she's like, I want to get a you know. Just a, a whatever frame, and I was like, okay. I was like, do you want a stray leg or a wishbone? She said, like, what's the difference? I was like, my shovel head's a wishbone, pan head's a stray leg. She goes, I want a straight leg. I was like, that a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, dude, I can't find a fucking frame. Really? You can't even find a V twin frame. No shit. No, it's because of the fucking supply chain shit. Wow. And then so I'm looking around, and it's like, dude, trying to find an original, like you're paying. If it's in good shape, you're paying five grand. Yeah, Easy. it's insane. Easy. Dude. I'm like, five grand for the fucking frame. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, not one that's like, well, press, you can get a pretty nice one for five grand. That's like a super nice one. Yeah. But it's like, you're, you're easily spending three. No problem. It's pretty wild, dude. And it can still be fucked up. It could be twisted, you know, bent a little bit. And it's like, I don't have a fucking frame jig. Now I got to take it to a buddy. And stick. And this is for my wife. Would, so it's like you know, I, I want would, it to be yeah, yeah. solid. I would love to stick this on a jig one day and just, just to see if it's true. Oh no, just to see how how fucked up yeah. it is. <laughs> I mean, I've welded the fucking the transmission, te- you know, the transmission mount on yeah. both sides, the fucking the motor mounts front and back have been fucked with, like without taking the whole thing apart, you know, or like. <laughs> You're like, fuck it. I mean, it's a chopper. The fucking front leg broke. The last time I was at Cody's, I was on my way to fucking Grant's place. And I'm going down the 405 or something, and it's just like, and it's been making a vibration since Texas. Uh And it was like only at a certain RPM, you know, like, okay, I'll just stay out of that RPM. (laughs) Yeah. And every gas stop, I would just smoke cigarettes and drink coffee because it was fucking freezing that trip. And, you know, see if I see anything like, you know, where the crud's built up. Does mm-hmm. it, there's like a crack in the crud. Yep. And you look behind the crud. And, That's why you don't clean them. And uh, it's exactly right. Yeah. Anyways, I never saw anything. Then, like, four or five exits from Grant's house, that fucking vibration was in every RPM. Oh, and God. it was fucking bad, dude. I pull up, and it just snapped in half right there. Oh, shit. In between shit. there and the motor mount. It was just, there was air. Ugh. And uh, it was funny, you know? I was like, all right, 
all right, I see what the problem is. He's like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, let's record a podcast, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll deal with well, that in a minute. While we're doing this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll deal with that in a minute, you know? Yeah, so no, we go it. in and we talk, we talk shop and, uh, all right, we get done and, He's like, all right, well, I got a guy, you know, and I think he can help us out. Uh, we probably just need to go ahead and take everything off the frame. You know, we're going to have to have the frame bare. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy who I, can do it without doing that. Yeah. yeah. So we load it in this van and we go to fucking Cody's. You know? Yeah, there you go, go. Right back over there to that. So I hadn't been there since you were there. Yeah. And, uh, and, th- and now Cody's thinking the same thing. He's like, well, I don't know. You probably need to. Should probably pull the motor. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, nah, nah man. We're I good. We, I think we can get a ratchet strap. <laughs> so we like no. spider web a ratchet strap, start ratcheting until we pull it into place. There you go. And Cody's like, man, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is perfect. So finally he's like, all right, we're doing this. He's like, you're going to fix this when you get home, right? And I'm like, if I make it home, it's fixed. Yeah. Like, if it makes it from here to Texas, yeah, LA to fucking yeah, Weatherford, good. you're good. So, you know, he kind of like, he, he got the spot already, welded it up, and then I, we got a piece of metal and like bent it to like, go over top, like, like a sleeve over yeah, the outside yeah, yeah. of it. And I was like, well, before we do that, I want you to like stamp something in there, you know, like I want your signature on this. Oh, and he's like, go. I'm not signing off. On that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? For legal reasons, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. We got to put something in there. You yeah. know? So we pull out the stamp. He stamps it, fucks up the shape of the thing. You know, oh, it's already God. perfect to go on there. Now we're reshaping it, weld it up, and there it is. Yes. Yeah, been that way ever since, Cody. Perfect. Yeah. There you I'm go. I'm not Cody. taking See? it all apart, dude. You know? Like, God, I've done that so many times on my bike, though. I know. Taking the I, whole thing oh, apart. No, no. I, I, <laughs> You've never no, done. No, oh, no, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. No, no, no. no I, it's I already do together. It, yeah. I don't do it on the road. Like, on the road, like, if there's a wet, well, so one time in Austin, it, once again, a vibration. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out where it was coming from. The exhaust stuff kept breaking. And finally, I see, like, the, I, oh, that's what it was. I stuck my finger in between the rear head and the frame, yeah. and I could feel it just, Bouncing. I'm like, okay, so it's got to be like the seat post, right? Something's loose. Or yeah. no, it was the motor mounts. So on the rear motor mounts, the, the plate that, that comes off the seat post too. Yeah. The casting? The casting. The, the sides where it sticks off and the bolts go through, those had both just broke off. Yeah. So the, the bolts were still there holding those little pieces. Just wobbling around. Wobbling around. Yeah. So we take the motor off. And my buddy's like, you know, I, I don't know. Oh, this isn't the shop to be fixing motor mounts. And I'm like, no, this is absolutely, this Perfect. is where we're at, you know? Like, you got to line that all up, though. Oh, with a fucking piece of angle iron. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me get another beer, and this will line up just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was three years ago now, two, three years. Still runs, right? And I, and I knew that, like, once we put it all back, like, I was going to know pretty quick. Like, yeah. If it all lined up, when it all lined back up, I was like, Done. oh, dude, Yeah. as long as this thing doesn't break within, as long as something else doesn't break within a couple hundred miles. You're then good. Who gives a shit? Usually it's the fucking top mount that breaks. Yeah, see, and the old man down the road, the wizard, Yeah. every time I call him up to come look at my bike because it's making a vibration, Check the top. He's mount. like, it's the top mount. That's what everybody top tells mount. me. They're top like, top mount. Because mine's Sometimes molded. Sometimes it's the motor mount, not just off the frame, like the. Yeah. That hasn't happened on Dude, mine yet. 
Same here. But mine, like, mine's all molded and shit, so it's like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, it kind of looks cracked, but it's a shitload of Bondo yeah. fucking from the 60s or 70s. I don't fucking know. I don't want to get rid of you that know? I don't want to have to fucking chip that away no. and rebondo it. That's new Bondo. I like the old Bondo. Yeah. It's got history. You know, I always had the dream of, like, doing a, a molded bike. Mm. But it's a bitch. Like, dyeing the Bondo. Like a certain color, like, oh, like blood red, and then just so leave like it? as it chips th- over time. Oh, there you go. It's like, you well, because Bondo's not like a pretty color. Well, it's like pink. It's, yeah, like, it's like pink cream. It's like bubble know? gum. Yeah, it's like no. not even a. You but can if get it, it dark. Blood red. Well, you can get it. You just got to add more hardener, and then you just got to be real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh, not much for sanding or, you know. Dude, I get super over it. I was shocked. I bought a brand new tank for my buddies to paint years ago. And they're like, well, we got to like bondo it and stuff. And I'm like, this is brand new. There's no, yeah. no dents in it. Like, yeah. no, you have to, you know. I'm like, yeah, all the grind marks and no, shit. You, maybe you do. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just going to paint it. My Krylon paint. Yep. No, they, they did it. It's Fuck, a- that tank has been through some shit. Yeah. It's amazing that there's that it's not all fucked up. I can't believe we're talking about this. I'm gonna fuck this thing up this no. season, dude. Oh, it's great. Oh man, how many times have you just like dropped your bike when Lots. it's loaded down? Because it's just like, what kind of kickstand do you have? Like a full custom long one. You got like one of those snake ones? No, no. You need one of no, those snake no. ones. No, people dude. fucking send me like pictures of those, like when they're for sale and shit, and like. Dude, check this out. Like, people send me, like, snake stuff or, like, buy me snake stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy with the did, weird nickname, the nickname who wears all the snake shit and has like all the Like the guy Skulls and Sturgis? Have you met Skulls? No, does he have skulls on everything? Everything. Yeah, dude. see, I'm not. He, and he's the shape of a skull, like his body. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I'm not the guy. I'm not the, I don't have any snake stuff. Yeah. Like, I, it's like, Where did the, it come the from? nickname is cheesy enough. My buddy who, I told you my buddy who died and I have his bike, um, we're best friends growing up and like moved around together and whatever. Is he the one that took you to LA? Uh, no, but he moved there like six months after I did. So we were like literally best friends for like 20 years. And uh, when we were like 23, I think we were living in Utah at the time. He, he at one point thought everybody needed an 80s nickname. Like, you know, like 80s movies, like shitty 80s I like movies. This guy, dude. Yeah, he was the shit. And he just started doling out nicknames. And he just called me one day, calling me Snake, left me a message. What's up, Snake? This and that, blah, blah, blah. All right, Snake, later. And I was like, what the fuck? Didn't run it by you or nothing? Didn't, like didn't say anything. Didn't, he just started calling me Snake. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking to me? He goes, that's your new name? And I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't really pay any attention to it. He just started yeah, he just, introducing it just me. It, yeah, I was like, this will pass in a week yeah. when Dave gets over it. And uh, God, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> it fucking, it followed me. It fucking stuck. Like, I've never, you know, it's like five, six years into it, I stopped fighting it. And I was just like, hey, I'm Snake. <laughs> and just like, you know. It took five, six years. Like, it took a while, yeah, because, you know. See, and I don't introduce myself as danger, you know. No. Nobody really calls me danger. Well, when they're talking about, like, who, Dan, who, Danger Dan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, you know. But yeah. it's like, if I told you my real name, you'd be like, who? I, I don't, I don't even know if I want to ask or. I'll tell you. 
<laughs> I, I mean, you would. I'll tell you my full name, my beginning, like first, middle, and last name. All right, and see. you're going to be like, what? My full name is Brendan Walsh Craighill. Brendan Walsh Craighill. Yeah. Walsh is my mom's maiden name. Craighill's my... That's a fucking a manly name. I like it. I mean, it's a good name. I don't yeah, dislike my name, name. But it's like... It's not as strong as Snake. <laughs> <get> snake dumpster <laughs> stuck a lot more. <laughs> when did the dumpster <laughs> part come I on? don't know. I, I think in L.A. Yeah. I think I, uh, I, I partied quite a bit, and I'd you know, get drunk and jump into dumpsters and trash cans <laughs> or wind up in the gutter or something. I was a filthy, you know, fucking kid, you know, still am, you know. Yeah. But I'm a little cleaner as I got older. Yeah. Um, I mean, you buy white pants. I haven't bought a pair of white pants in years. Really? Yeah. I used to. The, the dirty white pant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody told, somebody brought it up the other day. They were like, whatever happened to the white pants thing? I was like, oh, fuck, I still have most of them. I gave some of them away. You, so you had multiple? Oh, I had like 14. No I think shit. I think the end number was 14 pairs. And I gave a few away. I was like, whatever, if you want to cut them up and make them into one pair of pants or something. I was like, they're all pretty gross. But, you know, it's just miles and miles of oil and dirt and crud and snot and spit and booze and boogers and whatever. You know, all sorts of shit. It builds up. Oh, my God. I mean, mean, these pants that I have on, they have like a, a layer. You know, it takes them a while to break in. Yeah. To get, you know, like they come pretty stiff, the Carhartt ones, but, mm-hmm. you know, then they get even. It's just, it was, it became a thing, like it was a pain in the ass, because it's like, you know, I didn't just buy white pants and wear white pants, you know, I'd wax them. Like, that's how they got so fucked up looking, because it's like, when you wax a pair of pants, every piece of dirt and grease sticks, sticks to them. So it's like, you know, you, it's a bitch, because you'd make your own wax, and then you have to lay them you out. You make and, your own wax? Yeah, well, you, it's a mix of, like, paraffin wax, beeswax, and linseed oil, or turpentine, whatever the fuck you got. You can just dump a bunch of random shit in there. Yeah. I'm sure people Did you who, heat the wax up before you put it on? What yeah, I, I, would, I would, like, at first, you know, you, you, know, you kind of really meticulous with it and stuff, but by, like, the fifth or sixth pair of pants, you know, I've been doing it long enough, you just fucking boil it down in a pot, and get a rag and a glove, and you just and you just scrub it on. Yeah. You get the whole thing wet, and then you get a heat gun and just. And you gotta then, see the heat gun. That's I would heat my pants up, wax them, yeah. and then heat it back in. No. See, I just slobber it on, and then I learned the best thing to do because it's gonna be uneven and shit like that. Yeah. Is you take a couple pillowcases. Throw them in the dryer. You put, yep. Yeah, you put them inside of pillowcases, tie them tight, make sure they don't fucking come out. That and ruin you your just dryer. Throw them inside out and go to the washer, washeteria. Yeah, you yeah. You go the to the, the coin laundry place yeah. and fucking ruin their dryer. But <laughs> <laughs> you throw them in there for 20 minutes and yeah. boom, they're and set. Evenly distributed. Yeah, it's great. And then, you know, but then breaking that in because the wax that I make is not as nice and proprietary blend as the you know store-bought nice tin cloth wax mm. shit that you buy so it's like sticking to your leg and it's like you're peeling your pants off and yeah, like, like this shit right here on this new vest i got like this, this shit yeah yeah it's badass but this like, is great i wish i could have done this to my pants no you can't no it never... well because this is canvas denim, well, is, denim a, is 
denim clothes. is it's cotton. It's it's still cotton, but it's a different weave of cotton. Something. So it's a different like material. I mean, but these kind. pants are almost fucking canvas. I mean, these are canvas. I didn't wax these though. So it's oh, like yeah. you know, so shiny and shit they are, but it's like denim is different. It's like spongier. So it holds more, and then it like soaks it through the other side. It distributes it after. Yeah, so it takes a while for it to like get off enough for mm -hmm. them to be comfortable to wear. So it's it's just a bitch. You ever do leather thing. pants? I recently bought a pair of leather pants. Yeah, they're fucking sick, dude. dude they're they're so, so rad. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we were so all right. So hold on. Todd and I are riding back from. This is a couple years ago. We rode up to like Big Sur or something to do something for Easy Riders when they. Oh, that was sick. Remember when they so sold? Sick. They sold for like a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. And apparently no. they just got bought back. No. No, they didn't. No. Okay. They didn't get rebranded. Okay. So because anyway, they fucked it up so bad. Yeah. They fucked up Easy Riders so bad yeah. that they had to like do it different. They had to like package it completely differently. Yeah. Like they had to separate themselves from themselves. Yeah. So I don't know, whatever happened, th there was an easier, and they were like, hey, we're, we want to do this trip with you and Todd, go up to Big Sur and ride around and do some shit, whatever, and we'll film it all and we'll pay for it. I was like, yeah, cool. Not that motorcycle trips are expensive. You're sleeping in the fucking dirt and eating gas station food. I mean, so. but Todd did it all, right? Or did you guys have other people? No, we, Todd didn't film any of that. Oh, really? No, we were just the subjects. Sick. So that, this was like, all right, this is what the show's going to be like, you know, if we ever got it. So anyway... We ride up there. We have a blast. We ride on Pismo Beach. It's know. so good up there. It was so much fun. And then we were riding back. We didn't shoot any of that. They were like, go whichever way you want. We were like, cool. We went up and over the mountain and took like, whatever, the 101 down or whatever the fuck. And uh, Did you guys go to that military base? Yeah. They're so like we, we went up and over that. zigzags yeah. down to the coast? Yeah. So we went oh, up and so over sick. that. That was rad. So we were on the coast. We went up and over in the main, okay. into the mainland because we rode up the coast. And then rode inland and then down. And by the time we got down to LA, by the time we got to Ventura, it was dark and freezing. This is February. And it's like fucking, it's so fucking cold. And I had brought a pair of leather pants that came with my bike. When, I, when I bought my bike before I built it, it was a, you know, weird old man chopper panhead that I bought from Grossman. And he was just like, these pants come with it. No way. Yeah, they came with pants. It came with pants. These pants can't possibly fit you. They do. They no fucking way, fit, dude. dude. They no fucking way, fit. It's dude. sick. And they fit over my fucking jeans. Mm. And they're actually a little snug in the waist. I got to kind of hike them up a little bit. But And yeah. they're like, you can tell they're from the 70s because somebody darted them. So they're kind of like bell-bottomy. Oh, yeah. So I put them on over. and Did I, they ever get him? Because a lot of them, they sell them unhemmed and you're supposed to... I hemmed them up to your size. I'm assuming they're hemmed, but they're Harley pants. Like they're old oh, Harley okay. pants. And they're brown. And Harley didn't do them like that, I don't think. I don't know. They're fucking cool looking and they're old. And I was just like, whatever. I've never worn them. And I fucking, it was so fucking cold. And I was like, fuck this. I put them on. We start riding. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, these are the shit. Game changer, dude. So Emily and I go to London recently for vacation. And uh, we're just in some random fucking, oh, look, a leather store. We just go in. We just got fucking leather everywhere. Leather everything. Like, and but not like biker leather. No. Like, just like. No, this is kind of like fashion leather, yeah. but it was thick as fuck. It's good leather. It was super thick. And I was just like, dude, how much are these? The guy was like 150. I was what? like, for real? 
For a new pair of leather Brand pants new in London? leather pants, 150 pounds, which is like 175 or 180 or something. And I was like, dude, under 200 bucks. And I was just, I put them on and I was like, dude, these are thick. And they're like, you know, stretchy enough. And I was like, these are sick. So when I went home over Christmas, it was still, it was chilly. Yeah. You know, December. And I was just like, fuck. I rode in those. And I was like, these are sick. I love them. So I think the leather's my dude, new thing. Dude, I'm through the fucking summer and everything, I wear mine. Mm. Okay. How are they in the summer? Okay, the summer. You oh, think, God. oh man, they're fucking hot. Yeah. Dude, when you're on the road and you get just like that little sweat going. Oh, and then the breeze? Yeah, you just stick your legs out. Oh, yeah. And it just AC. blows up in there, that natural swamp cooling action. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's like your own swamp cooler. The problem is, is on choppers, and you break down in the summer. And then yeah. you're just standing in the sun. Then you're just sweating. And then it's fucked. But yeah. then as soon as you get back on the road, you're like, oh. I can imagine down here, it really sucks. Dude, when you're in the wind, it's great. Yeah. And what I love about... I mean, the reason I like it's fucking, so humid here, though. Fuck, dude, I'm telling you, I'm really. Telling you. And then, so now I've taken it a step further, and I got some like, uh, I mean, they're fucking, they're yoga pants, really, from <laughs> Under Armour. Oh, okay. For like specifically for hot weather. Yeah. Like literally, when you oh, wear they're like them, wicking pants or some shit. Something. Yeah. I mean, they're tights. They're yeah. fucking yoga pants. <laughs> but dude, I, I stick sweet, those though. things under the leather. Yeah. Oh my gosh. See, I didn't it's think about that. I didn't think about that. And it's so, and it's kind of like what I do. Like I wear a leather shirt too. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like a just a pearl snap leather shirt, and I wear an Eli Cattleman shirt underneath that, which is just a shitty cotton pearl yep. snap. I got one. But of that. that gets sweaty, and then the leather keeps it from just drying out going down the road, and then the breeze comes through the sleeves. So you got AC. And it's AC. No way. So it's like. It doesn't look right. You're wearing leather in the middle of the summer. And You're I'm like, like, that guy's crazy. Don't fucking worry about it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Because it feels so good on the road. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I wore them recently, I was just like, dude, these are sick. Because like, these, these are like thick canvas. And these are nice. Yeah. Like, but it's, the leather was awesome. Dude, it doesn't <laughs> flap around. No, There's, no. It's just like, it fucking. And they're leather fucking pants. You look like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're sick. I mean, on top of that. Well, what's funny is I thought I'd, like, found some new technology or some <laughs> shit. Well, then I realized, like, the adventure bike guys, that's what they've been doing forever. Yeah. That's why they wear those full suits. Yeah. Except for they got, like, trick vents. Those fuckers have, like, air circulating in there. And so shit. that's where I'm like, yeah. now I'm going to get a leather or a really heavy canvas outer shirt mm-hmm. with, like, one of those small zippers in a couple of places. So you got to have, like, the intake in and the, the exhaust. And the exhaust, yeah. like, so like a back the shoulders, zip or something. Shoulders, there's got to be something yeah, that way. Yeah. It goes through the sleeves and blows through everything. Have you seen those dudes? They have like AC. Like there are dudes who have like AC and heat. I don't know if they have AC. I know they what have are you heat. Talking about? Yeah, they got heat. I know they have heated ones. They I don't know if they have AC thing. ones. But when I was elk hunting last they plug, weekend, plug the sound them. of electric underwear and socks never sounded so fucking good <laughs> in my life, dude. It gets cold. Oh, it man. gets cold, man. Your fucking extremities, your hands and your feet. Riding a motorcycle? So when I rode to California last <laughs> December, uh, over a year ago now, yeah, the second day I was out in Big Springs. That's how far I made it. Big Springs. Where's Big Springs? That's like three hours from here. Oh, okay. Day of riding. Oh, that's how far you made it Because I was stopping like every fucking 20 miles and getting coffee. Yeah. But it was only my fucking fingers. Yeah. My leather pants, my leather jacket. None of that shit gets cold. I mean, I got cold a fucking bubble shield. 
It's the fingers and the toes, dude. The coldest I ever rode was riding to Texas. Dude, so what I was going to say, it was 17 degrees the next morning. Oh, that's I went to cold. kickstart my bike. No. Nope. 17 degrees. It fired up like fucking... I didn't even get warm. Oh, really? Yeah, it fired up. Damn. Mine, I, riding to Texas, the first time I rode here, the only time I rode here, from L.A., I rode to Giddy Up in like 15 or something. Oh, sick. Yeah. It, I met your buddy Dre won the bike? Yeah, yeah, that year. For real? Yeah, yeah. Met up with uh, Zia on the road <coughs> in like Arizona. And we, you know, she, I was like, she had her bike in the back of her truck. I was like, pull that fucking thing out of there. Let's ride to Texas. She's like, yeah, okay. Leave your truck here on the side of the road. Yeah, well, it was at her friend's. Okay. But uh, we ride to Texas and we stopped in Akella Flats, New Mexico. Okay. I don't, I don't know. But I slept under a, like a billboard on the side of the fucking highway. It got... It got down to like 29 or 30, and then I was in my mummy bag or whatever, so I was okay. But yeah. it's like, I like pulled my boots in, you, don't you know. Get out I'm just like, no, no. I woke up in the morning and like, I'm not sleeping on the ground, you know. I'm not in a fucking tent or anything, and I'm just looking around and everything's frozen, you know. There's like a layer of ice on me. I was like, fuck. I was like, this is gonna suck so bad, you know. The yeah. sun is barely coming up. It's that early, and I'm just like packing my shit up. I haven't eaten. You know, it's freezing. I think my body's trying to stay warm. I'm like pushing my bike through like loose ass sand. I'm like uh, just tiring out super fast. I'm like a weakling, you know? I just feel like, what the hell's wrong with me? Trying to kick my bike forever, it won't start. Finally get it going, start riding. I had to stop and like like five miles down the road and (laughs) pull over. And I was just like, and Zia, God, that chick is such a badass. She's just like, I'm fine. Yeah. And I was just like, God, you're a better bitch than I am. And I was like, I'm just a bitch. She is. <laughs> like, she yeah. is, though. She is. She is. She's one bad bitch. But I stopped. I had to put everything I had in my pack on. You didn't do it to begin with? Why did you bring anything else? I didn't. If I, you I, I weren't going to wear it when it was fucking. Well, I had. I, like, I put like an extra jacket on. I was like, oh, I'll, you know, I put like my rain jacket on. Yeah. And like maybe like another sweatshirt or something. And I was like, oh, I'll be fine in this. You know, I was like, it's just a little chilly. I fucking. Pull over. It's like nope. We like just got on the freeway and it was like nope. Just kidding. Like get was it right at least back a on. gas station to stop at? Or nah, you just- no, I just pulled over. I just I was like <laughs> fuck this man. I was like this is so fucking cold and I have shitty terrible circulation. Yeah. So I'm just like oh my god. I'm just everything's white. My hands and feet are just white. Yeah. You know no blood in there at all. I'm just like putting every little thing I have on just. Wrapping scarves around my face because I have a three-quarter helmet, you know, and I'm just like, fuck, this is so fucking cold. It was freezing. It sucked. Oh. So, yeah, that was the coldest I ever rode in. It was like 30. How'd the bike do? bike loved it once bike it got great, going. Man. The bike was ripping. The bike could have gone a lot faster. I was like, no, 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 we're going to go a little slower. <laughs> it's like, amazing, like, what five to ten miles an hour will do on a windshield. Yeah. Like, well, in the, so the sun's coming up, and we're riding into it, and it's like, it'll get warmer. It's going to get warmer. Like, apparently we're up on some fucking mesa or something in New Mexico. I don't know what fucking level we're at, but it's fucking high, and it's cold. Because this was... March. Yeah. should yeah. be warm. Uh, it wasn't. Not New Mexico. I, I guess not. Fuck. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, shit. When I left L.A., I was wearing a T-shirt. Oh, but... Man. I was just like, oh, God, this sucks. That fucking mountain leaving L.A., or is it San Diego, or is it both of them? You got to go over that pass going into San Diego. It's San Diego. That can be fucking cold. Yeah. There's a couple spots 
leaving. I mean, if you leave LA and you're taking the 10, it's just like straight to Arizona, but yeah, I don't know. San Diego, yeah, there's some mountainous shit. Did it warm up when you got to Texas? It warmed up in a couple hours when the sun came up, yeah. And then when I got to Texas, instantly, like right when you cross the border, the bugs get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's like they know. They're like, no, 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 you're big bugs. You stay on that side. And we're the smaller bugs. We'll stay on this side. And it's just like right when you cross that border, it's like golf balls hitting you in the face. Just whap, whap. And I'm like, God damn it. Dude, they're not bad in March. God, big, big, Try big late bugs. spring. Mm-mm. They were huge. I remember summer. I borrowed. After the grasshoppers have been eating grass all summer, they get dude. They fat. They're, they're fucking huge. <laughs> Fuck. Or the year of the cicadas, dude, when, you, when the golf balls are fucking rocks, you know? The, I, it was so bad that got to giddy up, partied, had a blast, hung out in Austin for a few days. And then when I left, I, I think I borrowed someone's helmet. I was like, I need a bug shield. I was like, hey, um, I need like a. You know, somebody had a built well. And I was yeah. like, I'll mail it to you. I was like, give me that fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, I am not riding. I'm not doing that again in a three-quarter helmet. I was oh, like, that was miserable. Yeah. Just fucking welts. Just red fucking welts all over my face. Fuck. But it was fun. Yeah, coming, dude, I mean, the ride. I fucking love going from here to California. It's, I, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't think I'll ever ride that stretch ever so again. So going from California to here... Yeah, that's it's you know, pretty miserable. Because from here, it's like, you know, it's West Texas. There's not much. Yeah. Then you get to you get to like it just gets New cooler Mexico, and cooler it gets and rockier, cooler. Yeah, yeah. And then Arizona, you get the gets desert, more scenic. the moonscape. Yeah. Then you get the mountains outside of San Diego, and then you show up at the nobody's house. You know, yeah. you show up and the fucking party's on. Yeah, and you party down. Yeah. Yeah. Coming this way is, you know, you, <laughs> you so go. The ride from, back was good, though, wasn't it? The ride back was awesome. I got pulled over in Arizona. Yeah? Um, guy let me go, though, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. What did you think he was going to do? I'm, Take you to jail? Well, I split lanes. Oh, yeah. You can't do that. I got pulled over in Arizona for that. Yeah. I split lanes in between him <laughs> yeah. and another car. I didn't say Because I didn't know it was a cop. It just looked like a fucking Ford Whatever. I split lanes next to one in the construction zone, and then it got jammed down to where I couldn't even do anything. Yeah. And the cop, like, made everybody move, He's blocked old. all the traffic. You know this isn't California, right? And I'm like, I'm from Texas. He's like, well, even Dick, what are you doing? Yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah. He, he, he was following me. He, he pulls me over, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I pull into this, you know, gas station, or parking lot of whatever grocery store and I pulled my helmet off. I'm fucking haven't showered in probably a week. I this is when I had long hair. And I was wearing like this long dangly earring that I fucking took from somebody at the show. <laughs> I was like, oh sick and I threw that in. So I look like a fucking, you know, weirdo. Yeah. My eyes are bloodshot red. Oh my big dumb chopper. Yeah. Yeah, he probably and, didn't even look out of place. Like when he came when he came to the chopper, he would have been shocked if it would have Yeah. Else. He was like, eh, that looks yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but he goes, he's like, what are, you, what are you doing, man? I was like, oh, I'm super sorry about that. You know, I was, yes, sir, no, sir. I was like, I live in California. For some reason, it just didn't register that I wasn't there. And he was like, I followed you into town yesterday. He's like, I know you're just passing through. And I was like, oh. Because the day prior, when I was going into that t- tiny little town in Arizona, Globe, Arizona. Okay. Just riding in, there was a cop behind me for like a, 
like 45 minutes, like coming down this canyon and into this town. And I was like, fuck, this guy fucking gonna pull me over. And he just wound up passing me. But I was like, oh, that was you. Yeah, he's gonna pull you over tomorrow. But uh, he was like, you know, this dude, fucking cowboy hat, big mustache, tucked in, starch shirt, big old belt buckle, cowboy boots, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, this guy's gonna fuck me. And he's just like, I know you're just passing through. He's like, look, this one's on me. He's like, you know, slow down, be safe. And I was like, uh, sick. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Dude, I've got it's good luck with cops. Yeah. So. I got, I've been pulled over so many fucking times in the past couple of years. <laughs> like, yeah. no tickets. Even when I used to do dumb shit and I'd get thrown in jail all the time, like, I still had. Well, as long as, you're, poor. as long as you're nice to them, you know, it's That's like... That's the thing, is people... Once you give them attitude, oh, it's, it's like, forget it. It's like, it, and that's my favorite part is like guys or chicks or whoever if giving cops attitude. Oh, it's like, what do, you, what do you think is going to happen? are the worst. What do you think is going to happen? It's like, you're already caught. Dude. You're not going anywhere. My wife fucking loses her shit no matter <laughs> what. If a cop shows up, tears, yelling, screaming, oh, flailing about, God. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shh. Shut the fuck up. Shh. He's yeah. just doing his job. We just got to talk to this guy real quick. Yeah, just talk to him. If he, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to get a ticket, or he's going to let you go. It's gotten so much easier now that I'm not, like, drunk yeah. or carrying drugs all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. It used to be where yeah. it's like, if I get pulled over, this could be, like, the end of everything. Well, you definitely stress less about it. Yeah, it's like, all right, you know, well, it's like, hey, whatever. Write, dude, all you can do is write me a speeding ticket yeah. right now. Let's fucking go. Let's go, man. Let's, come on, write it or I'll, not. I'll take I'm, it. I'm going to yeah. keep going. Yeah. I was fucking speeding. Yeah, I'll take He's the like, ticket. Wait a second, what? Yeah. I'm yes, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know this bike looks crazy, and I was going <laughs> way too fast. So give me the ticket or let me go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't. In L.A., in LA it's funny because I don't think I've gotten pulled over in L.A., which is mind-blowing. Really? Because of how much I ride like an asshole when I'm there. But I had a guy lean out his window, give me a thumbs up. A cop. A cop? Yeah, I was at a coming up to a stoplight, like splitting lanes. And I think it was an Echo Park or Silver Lake or something. Just I don't know if I was going to the bar or going to get coffee. Anyway, <laughs> coming up to a stoplight, you know, and it's just like in neutral. And the light turns green. I slam it in the fucking first and just blast a big wheelie through the intersection. Sick. <laughs> Snake, thank you for stopping by. I really enjoyed sitting down with you, and we will do it again. The uh, the recording cut out there at the end. We uh, I, th- I can't remember if we ran. Oh yeah, we ran out of batteries. Yeah, ran out of batteries on that one. Yesterday I'm sitting down with Liam, and we ran out of fucking SD card space. So podcasts are getting longer apparently because they are taking up some energy, dude. I can't wait to get on the fucking road on my chopper, dude. Right now, I've been doing, like, deep maintenance. I got the rear wheel pulled off. I'm redoing the brakes. I'm putting a PM brake on the back. And uh, got to pull those wheel bearings out and clean those up. They're, like, just fucking got crud and shit all in them from when I dumped my bike in the mud at the Yellow Rose Canyon. That's just... But, I mean, I am looking forward to some open road action, dude. Really looking forward to getting on the chopper. A little bit warmer weather. It's uh, 
you know, it's it's right around the corner, man. Have you got your shit together? Have you got your? Sh- if you don't, I bet Low Brock Customs can help you get your shit together. You probably need some t-shirts to make it happen, so you should probably go to mcshoptees.com and sign up. You don't want to miss next month's t-shirt with Wes from Custom Destruction. I got Gorgeous George doing the artwork for next month's t-shirt. It's fucking rad, dude. It's fucking rad. It's f- Eagle with a helmet. Oh, dude, the school is fuck. Um, but uh, dude, I hope you guys have a wonderful fucking day, and we'll talk to you probably tomorrow. I'll put out another podcast. So catch up. Yeah.